This is for you. Talking about home. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Talking About Balls. I am Justin George, joined as always by Kyle Price and Tim Buck too. Kyle is on remote. He has he taco to a disturbed concert, but he is down with the sickness right now. He is not feeling well. Uh, he probably got what I had uh, the last couple of weeks, more than likely. Um, he was at a, a, a cabin with a bunch of friends over the weekend, and they had a little COVID retreat, probably, and they're all going to be sick, and they're all going to be spreading, and that's what we do. Syphilis. Syphilis. Syphilis, especially. A lot of herpes going around. Uh, the <laughs> gift that keeps on giving never leaves your side. The best friend till the end. Uh, but we are here. We're ready to roll. Um, some of us didn't know if this show was going to happen tonight. Uh, but we'll get into that another time. Um, with that being said, what's up, gentlemen? How's everybody doing today? <clears throat> Great, man. Good. Like you said, I had a good weekend um, out in Hocking Hills. I recommend it if you've never been. Uh, three days down there, just went hike, not hiking. I guess you went on through paths, went to caves. Um, sat around, basically just drank. Got drunk, listened to music, watched the Browns this weekend down there. It was a good time. Um, just you quiet. were there Friday to Monday? Yeah, we got there Friday night, left Monday afternoon. Had okay. no basically no cell service, so it was kind of nice to kind of unplug a little bit. We had Wi-Fi, but it was spotty, but it was a good time, a uh, great time. I recommend it if you guys ever get a chance to. Mm, I had a good joke, but I'm not going to do it. I was asked not oh. to make any jokes about spotty internet, stuff like that. Oh, we were asked yeah. to not do that. Yeah, didn't get a chance to talk about all that before the show started. We'll we'll talk off air. Uh, we'll pull okay. the, we won't pull back the curtain on all that. Pat, what's up, dude? Thanks for stopping by. Uh, hope you're doing well. Um, I still haven't heard Howdy. from Romer. I'm trying to get us together to play some dice football and everything with Pat. So let's we got to schedule that. I'm busy. Played as a lot. Played a lot of that this weekend. We had a pool oh, table down there, so we set up in the pool table and played. Played that not, nonstop all weekend. We should play it on the hardwood table that Pat carries around with him. That's that changes everything. That's like all oh. all star level. That's Hall of Fame level. Tim, how was your weekend, my man? Man, my weekend was pretty <clears throat> dope, man. You know, Thursday we went to uh, um, to Quaker Steak and Lube in Vermilion. Mm-hmm. Whole bunch of wings. I saw the the. the I was watching Lex's show and I saw the pictures too from after, like the, the, your corner of the table just had a shitload of chicken wings. Yeah, it. it was great. Um, I had pretzels. The pretzels were pretty good with beer cheese. Oh, I love beer cheese. Fluffy. I had some potato skins. Their potato skins kind of sucked. Okay. They were more hey, like that's we're honest here. You know, even even if you give us free stuff, I want everyone to know this. We will gladly try anything, but if we don't like it, we're going to be honest. I'm going to be honest. That's how it should be. Because you don't want to sit here and be like, everything was so good. And then someone goes there and they're like, that fucking Tim guy doesn't know what he's talking about. These potato skins suck. Like, <laughs> they just were, they were, they cut, they like cut them into spears. Mm. And then like the potatoes wasn't like, I feel like they weren't even cooked enough. Yeah, I don't like, like that. Yeah, it just wasn't, it wasn't it. But everything else is good. The wings were amazing. Oh, they're um, known for their wings. Yeah, the pretzels were amazing. Um, the staff was amazing. Uh, so shout out to them. Uh, then we went to the one in, uh, what was that one? That was, uh, <clears throat> I forgot where it was. Streetsboro? Not Streetsboro. Okay. Um, was it at Sheffield? Sheffield, Sheffield, that's what it was. There it is. There it goes. What's up, dude? How you doing? Dubbington, uh, Sheffield. We went to the one in Sheffield. Um, I ended up getting a rice bowl there that time. Um, 
I'm not gonna talk bad about it, but it wasn't great. He doesn't want to talk good about it either. <laughs> it was the rice I bowl. The rice, rice bowl. bowl. Yeah, it was actually the rice bowl itself was great. I added onions and mushrooms to it, so it was really amazing. But I got steak with it, and the steak was just mm, okay. So the, the the protein wasn't the right choice, possibly. Yeah, I should have went with the chicken. The yeah. lady even said I like the chicken better. Um, and I was just like, I kind of want a steak. I so you went rogue went. when she tried to help you, and you fucked she up. Did. That happened. So that was on me. <laughs> yeah, that's on um, him. Man. It was definitely on me. I wasn't blaming her. I wasn't blaming. But at the end of the day, it's still their steak. Yeah, they could make it better. I ate it. It was it was edible. It wasn't like okay. the worst. Like I said, it was it was the bowl itself was amazing, um, and then the staff there was even better. The show, the Clean County show that I promoted last week on. Yes, sir. That was Friday night. It was amazing. Uh, I, I gained a couple followers. Of, I thought you were gonna say pounds. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely gained a couple of those. Um, but uh, uh, this this one table, they bought me a drink. It was dope. Um, cause I, I actually has this lady that came in, she was like, I'm oh, just waiting for, I'm just coming to get a drink. You know, I, I greeted her. How y'all doing? I was like, oh, just ready for a drink. Oh, so you came in for the comedy show. She was like a comedy show. I didn't even know there was a comedy show. <laughs> so she came over, she actually called her son and his uh, fiance up. Um, so they came and watched the no show shit. too. Yeah. And that whole table, uh, I'm basically family. I told him, um, you know, next time I come over, uh, it was like, yeah, come. come That's through. amazing. So it was great. That's my Uncle Henry in the comments. Shout out to my Uncle Henry. Thank you what for coming by. How's it going? Uncle? First time listener. First, no, a lot of first time right. listeners. He's back to back weeks. Nice. Yeah, absolutely. We're trying to trying to build these numbers a little bit here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, if I go to a bar or like a restaurant or something and there's a surprise like cover band or something, I'm usually pissed. I hate it. <laughs> I hate that when I'm just trying to relax. <clears throat> but if I were to show up and there was a surprise like comedy show, I'd actually be soaked on that. That's like that. Yeah. I, you could sit there and you can watch and enjoy it. And it's not that bad, but a fucking loud band when you're just trying to chill on like a Friday night. Oh, I hate it when you're not expecting it. So we got to, we, we got to set up this uh, wing challenge, uh, Tim. So I and saw then, Chip earlier respond back to my comment on here. Yeah. On, really on the live. So we got to do yeah. this soon. Then I saw old man chip was stalking uh, Donovan Mitchell today. Yeah. Kind of <laughs> creepy. From the rafters, taking video. Like the Phantom of the Opera up in the rafters. He was like Sting, and he's just taking pictures of Donovan Mitchell. It's fucking kind of weird. It got creepy after a little while. Kept on zooming in on him. It's a little weird. Some of the photos like I saw. One picture, if he was just like, "Hey, Donovan Mitchell's filming a video, a commercial here." All right. He took like six different angles, videos, and I saw him in the comments to people. He's like, "Yeah, I think I'm gonna try to sneak down. Uh, I'm working on getting an autographed basketball right now." Like. <laughs> Dude, you're like 60. Fucking chill on the relax, the, chill. Cutting the little kids to get an autograph. You're you're fucking a little too old for that. Relax. What's chill. up, Julie? Uh, what's up, what's Julie? Up, we are gonna send Tito off much better than the Guardians are doing for him this season because this season has been <clears> a spoiler <throat> alert. Um, it's been fucking awful. So yeah, sad. We are definitely gonna be touching on the Tito topic, but yeah, my weekend was pretty good. I went to a concert on Friday night, kind of. Um, I, it was at Nautica. My brother-in-law lives right on the Viaduct Bridge. So I go to his condo and I walk out onto the bridge and I watch concerts for free. And this concert had a bunch of bands from Australia. And the one really good show, except for the main band that I was there to see, they were in the middle of their performance. They were like four songs deep out of like 10 or 12. And somebody in the audience got hurt. I'm not sure what exactly, but it was bad enough to where they had to stop the show paramedics had to come in and for whatever reason the paramedics were like fucking um 
they like couldn't find their way in. I don't know. I don't know what the hell they were doing, but they didn't know how to get through uh, the, the, the Nautica area there. So they had to stop the show for like probably half an hour, honestly. And eventually the band came back out. They got the person lifted on a stretcher. They took them out, whatever. And the show starts up and I knew their set list because I'm a weirdo and I look up band set lists in advance and they're on like their second to last song. And I'm like, what the fuck? Their, their set is cut short. So they cut like almost all their songs. I was really pissed about that. Don P, what's Dizzle. up, man? Thank you for stopping by. Um, but yeah, I was really pissed about that. So the, the band, the main band, I was excited to watch. I've seen them all a bunch of times. So it's not like I've never seen them, but they had to cut their set short, cut a bunch of songs. I was kind of bummed about that. But other than that, it was a cool show. Uh, Saturday, went to my buddy's Oktoberfest party, had a really good time, drank a bunch of beer. And then uh, Sunday, I went to a bar, watched the Browns kick some ass, and I drank even more beer. There's a bar out in Brunswick that does uh, at noon until the first score of the game, $1 draft beers. So I was fucking up some Coors Light, and they also have $2 Bloody Marys, and I was fucking those up. The woman would come by, and I'm like, let me get a Bloody Mary and a beer, because, you know, why not? Why, why make not? A, why make or have take two trips? Ebony. Ebony, what's up? How are you? I haven't talked to you guys in a long time. Hope you and Grape are doing well. Um, and yeah, I got nice and fucked up. Watched the Browns win, and what was the what was the name of the bar, or do you want to share it in there? <laughs> no, it's called uh, I think it's called the Draft House Saloon. It's right on Pearl Road in Brunswick. Okay, nice. That's it's a good deal. How long? My how long? I forgot how long it took for someone to score though. Uh, relatively quickly. The 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 Browns kicked a field goal, uh, early in the game, so it, it didn't go that long. But like. I mean, think about like the Cincinnati game. No one scored until the second quarter in that game, week one. So you're just drinking dollar beers. The, the other thing too is once they score, they go up to full price, which is two dollars. So not <laughs> not, not exactly even that oh, Jesus. Thanks, still a good deal. Um, <clears throat> but I'm just I was bummed that the two dollar Bloody Marys went away at one o'clock. Those I could have drank all day. They were delicious. Um, but yeah, that was my weekend. And then obviously we're not going to go into too much detail here, but uh, we'll brief on a little bit of what we spoke before of how our show I wasn't given be. I wasn't given the details on this here uh about what well I came in fully loaded that's what really why I'm pushing no, through right now because executive decision by me um we weren't okay. told not to mention it we'll we'll go into light detail I just don't know if it's the time or place yet maybe when we're all together in studio we'll, we'll talk about it more um but yeah so obviously as you guys know there is a goofy beef between us and steel city renegades and that's s-t-e-e-l not e-a-l even though they do steal a lot of our material and ideas and, and segments um but steel city we have a fun rivalry with them we we bust balls we've been on their show they've been on our show you know they're a brown show or we're, we're a brown show they're a Steelers show um so we bust balls we have some fun there's a person on that show that doesn't like our humor that often. So many, many times throughout our tenure here at Redline Radio, we've been asked to, you know, this guy's mad. He's mad about this. You said you this. He's lot. mad. Yeah, you steal <laughs> a lot. <clears throat> so there's been not even in my opinion, it hasn't even been real bad blood. Like Kyle and I, as far as I know, we're just fucking around. I've never meant anything. Um, everything we do, even I talked to Dave today too about it. I'm like, Dave, if we were actually pissed about stuff, like we wouldn't continue to come to Redline Radio if we were actually mad about like the internet and things like that. Like, sure, I did get pissed off the one day the internet cut out in the middle of the show. I feel like I was justified to be mad. Um, sure. As far as everything else, like we just bust balls. I don't care about the chairs. We're we're here every week doing a show. I'm just fucking around. Um, but some of the people 
can't take jokes or they don't understand that it's a joke. They take things literal and get mad and offended. So whatever. All right, that's fine. We were told, don't mention this person on your show. Just make it easy. Be done. And I was like, okay, that's fine. Uh, Dave, Kyle said you gave him syphilis over the weekend. So that's why he couldn't <laughs> be here. Um, yeah. So the other Dave, Dave. Herp yeah. herpes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Um, Dave Cleary. I was talking to you. Yeah. So, um, that happened with uh, the joke was we were told not to mention them on our show at all. So we were like, okay, let's turn it into a bit. So when we do the show reads every week, obviously you guys hear the thing go beep when we're talking about a certain show, because that goes into the line of don't mention that person on your show. Again, it was just funny. We were told by <clears> people, that's really fucking funny. Keep doing that. That's great. You know, no harm, no foul. We weren't making fun of anybody or, you know, saying anything bad. And then we'd been doing that for months, I would say. And then this person decided to listen to the show for the first time in months, apparently, and goes, <laughs> I don't like that. You're you're in trouble. You, you're I don't like what you're doing. And we're like, what the fuck is happening? Like, who is why is this person mad? And then it turned into a much bigger snowball of, OK, let's let's all sit down and talk. OK, that's fine. We're adults. But until we can sit down and talk because I'm busy, your show is suspended. And I'm not going to lie. I saw red. I was at a bar with my wife and my cousin and her boyfriend. We were getting ready to go to that concert. And that's when I responded with the fuck that I refuse to accept this suspension. There's no fucking way I'm, I'm getting suspended over doing nothing. If you can show me what I did wrong, turn into a big thing. And lo and behold, we are here. <clears throat> I, uh, I wrote I wrote and deleted at least five paragraphs multiple times. And then yeah, I, I called was, you uh, before I did that. <laughs> I, Kyle smoked a victory something. And I think that's what gave him syphilis. That's why he couldn't be here yes. <laughs> similar to a cigar <laughs> um oh gonorrhea not syphilis sorry i don't know what you guys are giving each other um um but yeah so no and it was, does not rhyme with gipper dave i'll tell you that much old, old chip old chip off the old block has a pretty good sense of humor and that's all i'll say on that matter you guys can play process of elimination yourselves obviously dave's in the comments i don't think dave's mad at us mm -hmm. Dave and chipper is always down with our humor so I'll here's, here's the thing here's the thing that gets me and i'm not going to go into it because i i'll respect whatever you guys talked about before we got on the air but uh it just annoys the fact that i mean that we've all since day one that we've been doing this now almost close to what a year and a half we've always been the biggest smart asses right everything yeah. that we say has kind of a slight tongue-in-cheek motion you know we always just laugh about stuff we make smart jokes we were quick to react to somebody we're quick to make a joke on something and for the most part, I've never had I've never met anyone that we've ever done a show with or talked to or anything that's ever taken anything we've said serious. I don't think we've had a serious moment on the show um, at Very all. Few and the fact it. that it was taken in the light that it was. Yeah. So except when someone asks you not to do something. Good. Except, except what? When, I killed, when I killed Nick Gilbert, that was the only serious moment, which, by the way, my buddy Steve, he'll probably be jumping in the chat soon. Steve Balog. He uh, he sent me a thing. The Cavs are actually doing a Nick Gilbert night at, at the queue this year. And like fans are getting like uh, uh, bow ties and stuff. And Steve was like, you should. Make oh, we, yeah, we should go. Balls night at the queue. Where we all go down there. Dave, get us a remote. I was like, I feel like they're going to have my picture hanging up and I'm not welcome in the arena, but we'll find out one way or another. Um, and yeah, Dave, uh, Chipper does have a sense of humor. He's not funny, but he has a sense of humor. Like he can take a joke. He just can't make one. That's how I look at Chipper. Sorry, Kyle, to interrupt, though. I just wanted to speak on No, no, I was just, no, that's fine. I was just finishing my thoughts to say that it's just that uh, it's, an, it's annoying that it's always been like this. And, and, and the second that we were told to um, 
change how we act or what we say. We, we, we did. We played within the guidelines given to us, right? We were asked not to say sure. anything or mention a name. So we, we hadn't. Were we creative in the ways that we went along with the rules? Absolutely, we were. Um, and then, then we come to find out that you don't watch your show for four months and then you complain about it after four months of it happening. Just a little bit more annoying than anything. Uh, real that's, quick on the Nick Gilbert thing. Uh, did you did you mention Crazy Bone at all last week? I'm just curious because he's about to die too. No, I just saw that. Um, no, I'm not really a big Bone fan, to be honest. So that one, I okay. saw the news, but I didn't really look into it. Um, I know like I'm from Cleveland, so I'm supposed to be a Bone fan, I think. like Everybody just expects that. <laughs> um, the only song I know with Crazy Bone was when he was in uh, Riding Dirty um, Thanks, with uh, Chameleon Air, because Chameleon Air is one of my favorite rappers. Thank you, Ebony. I appreciate that. Um, and yeah, no, uh, Dave, you should have given Chipper the, the bet. I mean, he's old as fuck. We were putting a grandpa on a fucking cot. That's kind of mean. Uh, oh, but yeah, man. again, I feel bad. we listen to everything we've been asked for the most part. Um, uh, we Everything we do is a joke. It's not a big deal. And then if they if someone is offended, it is what it is. Like We're like, all right, whatever. Again, Dave specifically said, just don't mention this guy on your show. He takes everything personal, whatever. So I'm like, all right, fuck it. We did. We stopped. And go figure as kyle said he hasn't listened to our show in months apparently because we've been doing it for a long time and the one time he heard it he got offended and we had been doing it for ages um the other funny thing too in my opinion is um i lost my train of thought that's annoying as fuck i was reading comments squirrel. and it slipped my mind squirrel. entirely squirrel for sure squirrel um don't even know what I was going to say, but we'll 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 trace back to that if it comes. You, you back. were saying something more annoying than him not listening to a show for four months. That's where you were on, at least. Yeah, no, I don't remember where I was going oh, with it. Okay. I started going, right, and then. it was like the Michael Scott thing, where he's like, "I don't know how the sentence is going to end," and then I completely never found anything. But there I was just did that too. There was an actual thought. I swear to God, I had something in my mind that I was going to say and like complain about, but um, it is what. It, oh no, no, I know what it is. Last week when we were talking about them and the, the Steel City show. It was only Chipper and this person that were hosting the show. And I actually complimented and I said, they actually did a really good job together, those two. Yeah. And next thing you know, I get suspended for it. So I'm blaming that. It's because I turned the tables and I was nice. <laughs> that's what he was like. Who is this guy being nice to me? Something's up. So it's, that's why. Justin, it has to be full villain all the time. That's it. Just buy into it, it and be so the full villain. Time, I'm like, yeah, listen, they actually did a really good job together. And then I'm fucking suspended because I was nice. I ain't letting that happen again. I'm right <laughs> back to villain mode. Fuck you and everybody listening right now. You know where it is. I'm coming with the heat, the fire, the anger. That's just what I do. Um, so, yeah, that was my weekend. Yeah, I was yeah. I mean, I was I had a couple I had a couple beverages in me when I read that statement, too, before I started to like to call you. I was like, I was literally I, leaving. I was leaving my house to drive downtown when that message came through and I was pissed the whole drive. I was literally looking at Tara and I'm just like venting to her. Um, but it's OK. <laughs> we prevail. Onward and upward. That's what talking about ball do balls does. Um, I did eat the whole left side at the first. And rightfully so. I hit the whole first left. I had the whole left side at the first Quaker steak, and I hit the whole right side at the second one. Dave, you just haven't been there in a while, so Chipper forgot how to work with you. That's what it is. You have, you've been inconsistent on that show. That's what Chipper told me, at least. Um, Chipper said it's his show now. What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> My show, bitch. Um. But yeah, that was it for my weekend. You guys got anything else, or we can go well, right into the show? That's kind of early for BSing. My Saturday uh, was my my niece's uh, birthday party. Happy birthday! Hit the Halloween. I can't even talk tonight. Tim is struggling over yeah. there. 
It's like I'm, something about HVAC and shit. Um, <laughs> Kyle Stroke segment. <laughs> what? What the fuck, dude? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't even care anymore. Uh, no, Saturday was my birthday party. Shout out to her. Uh, so she's two now. Two, the big deuce. Terrible twos. But she definitely was crying because she ain't have her way in certain things. She Little princess, dude. That's how it she goes. Was going off. Um, and then uh, Sunday, I just did Jeff's show. Okay. Oh, speaking of Jeff's show, uh, I'll plug that really quick. Uh, so Jeff hosts Loud and Local on Sunday nights from seven thirty to nine thirty. He does a show where he um tries to promote up and coming bands, local music. Uh, he does. He, he sets up concerts and, and shows and, and, and festivals and stuff like that. Uh, so he's always trying to promote local music. And uh, he asked me to be a guest. So this Sunday night, 7.30 to 9.30 here at Studio One. Is, is that pre-recorded or is it live? Uh, this one's live. He sometimes pre-records, but this one's going to be live. Um, okay. And lovely Lisa will be there. So I look forward to doing that show. I haven't seen those guys. I haven't seen Lisa in a while. Uh, I've actually never met Jeff in person. And uh, I'll be on the show on Sunday night. So check it out. 7 to 9. Or 7.30 to 9.30. Well, that makes sense of what I question was prompt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Very much so. So, yeah, you will catch me there on. I will. I will tune in. I might have a question or two, but I will be there. We all have questions. We all have questions. Jeff is a Steelers fan. Jeff doesn't really post that much. I could tell Jeff's like not a diehard sports guy. So I feel like we're not going to be no phones on open day talking about a lot of a lot of sports on Sunday. Maybe I don't know. We'll see how the Browns game goes. If the Browns lose, I'm going to be coming coming in a real fucking bad mood. So let me just warn everybody right now: real bad mood. I hate when the Browns lose. It ruins my whole day. It ruins my weekend. Um, so we'll see what happens. But let's get right into it. The one one Sunday where I was not in a bad mood was this previous Sunday because the Browns whipped some ass. They beat the hell out of the Titans. I believe it was what, 23 to 3 was the final. We won by 20. 28. 28, 28. 28, 28. 26 to 3, I thought. I don't fucking know. They just they beat you guys, the shit out of them. Though. I told you I was doing a lot of $2 uh, drinking. All right. So <laughs> take it or leave. 27 to 3. There it is. Okay. But we, we were all very close. It's not on. That's right, because uh, everybody's doing like the uh, the Jumanji math that, that Grape talks about a lot. And everyone was like, Nick Chubb gets hurt. Browns win by 24 on the 24th of uh, September or something like that. And everyone's like, oh, my God, like it is. It's crazy. Oh, numbers shit. Are he, he, yeah, Grape must have blew his load that day then to have all those numbers lined up Grape correctly. Grape knows it happened yet. I got to talk to him about it still. That's nice. See you, Dave. Thanks for checking in, man. Um Later, Dave. Yeah, the Browns win twenty-seven to three. They they honestly they beat their ass. They they didn't even give up a hundred yards total. Derrick Henry, arguably one of the best backs in football, at least years prior, uh, couldn't get going. He had like twenty yards all day. Uh, they shut everything the fuck down, and the offense looked great. Deshaun Watson, clearly, no doubt about it, his best game as a Cleveland Brown so far. He, I think, he had six incompletions the whole game. He threw for two touchdowns. Should have been more. Uh, Jerome Ford had a rushing touchdown. Uh, the one play complete goddamn horseshit by the refs. That is now uh, twice this year. The refs have completely fucked us in a game. Week the one, Cooper I can't play. Really... Yeah, the Cooper touchdown. Yeah. Week one, I can't think of anything off the top of my head against the Bengals. I don't think we got screwed on anything on that game. Uh, week two against the Steelers, obviously we got screwed in a couple because they didn't call the pass interference at the end of the game. They didn't call the face mask that happened to Deshaun Watson where he got his fucking head twisted around. So the refs are really fucking up. And then a clear inbounds touchdown to Amari Cooper. The refs are like, no, he's out of bounds. And the replay show. You couldn't have put the ref any closer. Like, right there. That's crazy Literally, 
closer than I am to Tim. Those of you, you can't, you don't have a camera that set up. But Tim's right fucking there. If he puts his arm out, we can damn near touch fingertips. That's how close we are. And the ref was staring right at everything and ruled Amari Cooper out of bounds. And he was open. His defender fell down. It was a walk-in touchdown. But because the ref ruled him out of bounds, you can't challenge that. There's nothing you can do about it. I did see that. I saw we that. got fucked. Um, <clears throat> however, I think we ended up with a field goal on that drive. So we they cost us four points. But then later in the evening or in the day, Amari Cooper did catch a touchdown. So he made up for it, did get himself a touchdown. However, he could have had two, could have had that longer one that, that would have been a better play. But, you know, it is what it is. Luckily, it wasn't a close game at all. Had it been down to the last possession and the refs fucked us right there, I'd be furious. But maybe maybe they didn't call that out of bounds. I mean, maybe they called that out of bounds because they didn't call like Kevin Durant's uh, out of bounds when he was like five steps out of bounds. And he they let that go. There's no rules in the NBA, dude. You let all that shit go. You know that. That, that Ray Allen three in the corner, he was out of bounds, let's be honest. What, what gets me about this game is that it was just almost comical just watching our defense just be – in the backfield before they even had a chance to hand the ball off to the running back. It was, we're back it's there every single time because the Browns defense is dominated now for three consecutive weeks. I mean, they have looked right. light out where I go in and I mean, I, I I'm not going to say like Tennessee stinks. Don't get me wrong. I'm not, a, I'm not an idiot. However, I went into this week and I kind of thought like, all right, does maybe the, the defense kind of snap back to reality? Do they may not have a great game? Do they give up some yards to, to Derrick Henry? Is this a close game where we have to win it? You know, 21 to, excuse me, 21-20 or something like that. And it was never close. I mean, we dominated. It was no. just an ass open. The defense did not let up from start to finish. And the other beautiful thing, knock on wood here, there were like no injuries for the Browns either. No. Like that's the worst part about football is you're almost guaranteed every week you're going to lose a player. If you look at week one, we lost Jack Conklin for the year. Week two, obviously we lost Nick Chubb. Uh, even Greg Newsom got hurt last year or last week. He missed the game on Sunday against the Titans. Didn't even need him dominated um beautiful game all around um it honestly kind of miles fun. miles garrett got got finally got a holding call against for him you know he got held yeah, he right got, in front of the rep and they called it finally they finally blew the whistle for him he had three and a half sacks a first fumble he fucking dominated he had that cool play that's going viral where they had two tight ends trying to shadow him and he oh, just yeah, kept going yeah. back and forth and then they ended up having to call a timeout because the play clock ran out uh just to show you the dominance of miles garrett that they had because the other thing, too, is he had two guys following him, but that doesn't include the offensive lineman that's also going to be tasked with those are just Those are just tight those ends just moving with it. He was about to be triple teamed had they snapped that ball. So He was amazing. he was throwing that left tackle into Tannehill all game. Like He'd get underneath them and just throw him right back into Tannehill. And what's really bullshit for me is he did not win AFC uh, Defensive Player of the Week. That irritates Who did they give it to? I forgot his name. It's a dude in uh, for Buffalo. He had a really good game. I think he had like an interception pass breakup i forgot his name you'd have to look it up but he had a he had a decent game don't get me wrong but miles garrett was a game wrecker and should have won defensive player of the week in my opinion um yeah really not a whole lot to recap for this one honestly everything went great everybody looked good watson was fucking locked in uh the receivers looked good i do i do do want to i do want to add though just not to cut you i'm sorry to cut you off it's gonna act like that because we're distance here but uh jerome ford i i was i was pleasantly surprised they gave him the chance to kind of get going a little bit um, he had two touchdowns, right? I believe one was rushing and one was catching, correct? Um, but yep. he looked like he got more comfortable as it went on. So I, that's what I want to see. I want to see him get more into the groove. And once he did, he was breaking some tackles. He got up the field a little bit. Cream Hunt, I think Cream Hunt's going to take a game or two to get warmed up. I, I think he showed he showed spurts. He looked thin. 
Uh, he looked fast, so I, I have hope. But I mean, he, they said he came in like ten pounds under uh, his weight last year. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited to see Ford get a chance to kind of showcase a little bit here. It sucks. He's no chub. He's not going to be a chub. Um, but I'm, I'm glad to see him kind of get going a little bit. So I hope they don't give up completely on the run game. Um, I know we need that run game to kind of do what we do with getting receivers up and down the field for the play action. But I'm, I'm excited to see it. Terrell Bernard, that's it, um, from the Buffalo Bills. Oh. Okay. Yeah, he had a good game. Don't get me wrong. He had a good game. But for him to be considered the the defensive player of the week over Miles Garrett, yeah, he had, uh, what is that, seven tackles, two sacks, one fumble recovery, and an interception. Um, Which so, is pretty nuts. Again, really good. But one force fumble. the interception that gave it to him. That's why. Yeah, 100%. Um, Either way, I don't care. If anything, I don't give a shit about individual accolades. It would have been cool if he got it, but I just want to win. That's all I give a shit about. So kudos to the Browns for a great win. And yeah, as Kyle said, um, last week we talked a little bit as we did our preview for the game, and I had mentioned that it's this is going to be Deshaun Watson's chance to throw the ball because A, we don't have Nick Chubb, and B, Tennessee has... Were you saying something? Yeah, I wanted, uh, they, the reason why he got it is because he became the first player... Um, with two sacks, an interception, and a fumble recovery since uh, mm. in a single game since Brian Urlacher. Okay, so when you're doing something historic like that, they're going to give it to you. I mean, yeah. three and a half sacks is awesome for Miles Garrett, but it's not, like, unheard of. Yeah, Like, he had that, and I, I guarantee if you ask people around the league, like, hey, Miles Garrett had three and a half sacks last week, most people would be like, no, I didn't even know. It just went under the rug. This dude, though, did something kind of historic. So, again, it is what it is. That If anything, that just puts a bigger chip on Miles' shoulder to maybe this week he's like, fuck it, what do I got to do, get four sacks against Lamar Jackson? Go for it. I hope so. Um, I hope so. <laughs> I, we'll talk more about that later. Uh, but, yeah, as I said last week, though, um, for the my, my preview of the Browns versus Titans, the Titans' run defense is very good. So I knew it was going to be a, t- a challenge to get the run game working, uh, especially without Chubb. And the game was going to be relying on Deshaun Watson and Deshaun Watson delivered. He was lights out. So unfortunately, except that backwards pass he had, which I don't know what the fuck that was. And you know what? That's just uh, that's backyard college football a little bit. That's just having some fun with your buddies. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yes, OK. I don't, I don't think he knew which direction he was facing. He didn't know it was a back pass. That's my guess. Um, OK. You know what? I look at it two ways. Sure, it, it's it's a horrible looking play and it's embarrassing for people that want to just rag on Deshaun Watson. But I also kind of look at it and I'm like, here's a dude that just refused to fucking give up on that play. Again, yeah. not a oh, smart move, horrible move. But yeah. here's a guy who's just like, fuck it, I got to make something out of this. Like, I'm I'm not taking the loss here. And then we. I mean, let's be honest. He extended a couple plays. I mean, more than a couple <laughs> plays on Sunday where it got the ball down the field. So by his. His ability to extend plays and get out of the pocket and move, he was and throw. I mean, he he put us in position to score. I mean, kudos to Watson. He looked like the Deshaun Watson that we wanted to trade for, right? So I'm hoping yeah, this is just the start of what the rest of the season is going to be. For every one time that he gets sacked, you hope there's going to be five times where he does that, where he extends a play and gets you huge yardage. He's like, he's he's a, a version of Ben Roethlisberger. Ben Roethlisberger was known for that. He, he wouldn't go down if you tried to sack him. He would break out, roll out, extend plays, and uh, create something. And Deshaun Watson just tries to do the same exact thing. It's not that different. Uh, Browns fans just need something to complain about, especially after that loss to Pittsburgh. So what did they do? They immediately complained and said he holds the ball too long. He takes too many sacks. They're trying to just blame anybody. But that's football. There's ebbs and flows, ups and downs. It is what it is. Everything looked great on Sunday. You hope to see that consistently going forward. Uh, especially this Sunday against the Ravens, and we'll talk about that later. But great win by the Browns, two and one, tied for first, kinda. Obviously, it's 
super early in the season, so there's tiebreakers and shit like that. But we're not looking at the at the standings just yet. A little early. Should should be three and zero, but we won't talk about last week. Okay. Yes, one hundred percent should be agreed. Um, let's go around the NFL though, really quick. We'll do a quick week three recap. And with that being said, last Thursday night was a fucking snooze fest of a game between the Niners and the Giants. What a boring fucking game that was. Um, although if you're a betting man, which I am, you know, a Christian McCaffrey anytime touchdown is free money these days. Uh, so that was fun. I did a, a parlay that was, it was a boost bonus thing from like FanDuel or whatever. <clears throat> and it was Christian McCaffrey, 50 yards rushing and Debo Samuel, 50 yards receiving. And it was like boosted to a plus 200 or some shit. So I definitely bet on that one and that hit easily. Um, so it was a good good game to gamble on because the Giants are terrible, but it was a horrible game to watch. I was bored. I, I turned it off halfway through. Uh, to be honest, once my bet hit, the game was out of reach. I, I changed it. So I was I was five five yards away from Sterling Shepherds in mm-hmm. in two parlays that I had to hit for like a couple hundred dollars. Um, that's so one thing a- I forgot to mention this weekend is I hit that sixteen leg parlay for college oh, football. Yeah. Thirteen hundred dollars. Yeah, he had a big one over the weekend. This weekend. That made my weekend no. right there. <laughs> my complaint for uh, football and the primetime games coming up, they were talking about on the radio today. That's the only reason I know this because I don't look that far ahead on the schedule. Um, they they were they were going through the next like three, four weeks or whatever, and every Sunday or Monday night football game is a mixture of the Cowboys or Giants. How fucking often do we need to watch these teams play? Like, that's ridiculous. Are you serious? Yeah. So I think this Sunday, the Giants. exactly. The Giants are ass. They are pure trash water. And I believe they're the Sunday night football game this week. Uh, or no, I'm sorry. They're Monday night. So Giants and Seahawks on Monday night for week four. I'll just look at the schedule now so I can actually know what I'm talking about. And then Sunday night football the week after Cowboys and Niners. That's a good game. Though. That's actually a good one. I'll give them that. Then you fast forward to week six. Here we are in week six, Sunday night football, Giants against the Bills, Monday night football that same week, Cowboys against the Chargers. So you just can't get away from the fucking Cowboys on primetime football. And then we'll go to week seven. Let's see if there's a change. They kind of Yeah, week seven, we finally lose it. But for the next four fucking weeks, basically, we've got to go through the Giants or the Cowboys in primetime. I feel like the Cowboys always get primetime now. They do, and I'm so I'm over it. I don't understand why. Because Jerry, Jerry Jones has some under the table deal with uh, Rodgers. That's got to be it. They are not America's team. The Browns are America's team. Let's be honest. Here's what, about this that is everybody. this is what I hate about primetime. Like they don't have they don't make these games flexible. Like we bet we, they go into the season assuming these teams are going to be good the entire season and make these schedules, but they don't understand well, the halfway the season they can't flex a Monday because of how fucking shitty a team is. You know. Yeah, Monday night games don't get flexed. It's it's Sunday night games that do. But the, the the thing with the guys on the radio even said this. They're like the NFL is like fix like infatuated thinking it's still the 1980s where because the Giants and Cowboys have followings, they need to get ratings. But if you have a good game on, it's going to get ratings no matter what. I watch every football game. There are diehard football fans that will watch every game. I don't give a fuck who the teams are. If it's a good game, I'll watch it. But I'm so sick of watching the Cowboys and Giants because the Giants are not a good football team. That's a bad team to continuously put on. But they look at it and go, well, New York has a huge population, so we want those people watching Monday Night Football or Sunday Night Football. But if you put a better game on, you're going to get more ratings because then more people are going to be interested around the world, not just in those one specific cities. And that's where I think the NFL is fucking up. And it's so annoying that, again, four weeks in a row or or four primetime games in a row in any way you want to break them up, Sunday or Monday, 
are the Giants or Cowboys. That's fucking yeah, give crazy. Me, give me give me Jacksonville in a Monday night game. They're fun to watch. I'd watch that all the time. Absolutely. They look at any up and coming team the they Dolphins. could throw on there. The Dolphins would be great for a Sunday night, Monday night game. They were good last year, too. That's where the NFL fucks up. If you're going to go off the previous year, how are they not on, on, the, on a primetime game? And then could you imagine like that Dolphins game, game on Sunday, like on a Monday night, like everyone watching that game? Oh, I would fucking love that. It'd be better than I mean, I, I had to watch the goddamn Steelers and fucking Raiders, two shit teams that didn't make the playoffs, both get Sunday night games last week last weekend. That's bullshit. And the Raiders are ass. The Steelers are ass too. They just got lucky. Um, especially against the Browns, let's be honest. But we'll, I digress. One. They are two and one, but they're fucking trash. Everybody knows it. Even Steeler fans know they're trash. Hopefully, Dave and Chipper didn't buy too many cigars for their victory cigars because I don't think they're gonna need them. Put yeah, I didn't even think about talking about that. I mean, is this a new tradition this year? We're, we're, yeah, they need to look we're sucking on the big yeah, one every time you win. Yeah, they got to they got to suck on something. They w- <laughs> they went on one trip to Pittsburgh together. And now they're 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 addicted to sucking on things. It's kind of weird how did that Dave, happened. Did Dave did Dave say he slept in a cot or a cock? I, I was confused by that statement. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was both. He said Chipper's mad he had to oh, sleep on a cock oh. in Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's up? There he is. Great, dude. We were just talking about you, man. That Jumanji math. Nick Chubb gets hurt. Jumanji. Nick Chubb gets hurt. Where's number 24? Browns then win by 24 on the 24th. Jumanji. Look at that shit. Jumanji the fuck out of that. Um, well, great to see you, Grape. Hope you're doing well, man. I miss the fuck out of you. Um, rumor has it there's an opening on Friday nights here at Redline if you ever want to come back. That's all I can say on the matter. All I can say. Uh, unfortunately, he won't be able to come back. I know. I'm just kidding. I just miss Grape. I love him. <laughs> here's, here's what's going to happen, Justin, is then February 4th of next year, we're going to find out that Chubb's ready, ready to come back. 2-4, yeah, four, 2-4. Four. His, his knee is going to heal like Wolverine on the, on the February 4th. I hope. Fingers are crossed, dude. I need some of that shit. I need some good luck for him. Uh, there was a report that came out over the weekend, but I'm not ready to fully get invested in it. I'm sure you saw it, Kyle. Um, about Nick Chubb's knee, they're thinking it was. Did we talk about this last week? I don't think so. It wasn't no, out yet. Was it wasn't out yet? No, but it was. It's, it's so, hopeful news. But they won't know until they get into the knee. The rumor from Adam Schefter is that it was Nick Chubb's PCL, and that's it. There's no other. That was, was MCL. MCL. Or maybe it was MCL. Yeah. Everything else yeah, was okay. The ACL they think just got stretched, but it's not going to need reconstructive surgery. Is the report? So we'll see what happens. Um, Oh, what did Grape say? Oh, no. <laughs> what does it say? There it is. I don't even want you acknowledging me. Yeah, that's, ain't that the truth? I'm, I'm sure I'm going to get a message about that. <laughs> oh, it's like um, uh, it's like the demolition, man. When you make a violation, you hear the, the paper pops out. Bling. <laughs> All right, Grape, you got to chill, bro. You got to chill, Grape. <laughs> And it's, a free country. It's, a, it's a free country. It's a free country. <laughs> that is definitely going to get me an angry. That's going to get me an angry message tomorrow morning. Um, you have one violation of the FDIC violation. I'm ready for it, though. At least we earned this one. Um, getting back to the week three recap. Um, a lot of upsets. Lots of upsets, starting with the. Gardner Minshew led Colts over the Baltimore Ravens in overtime. Yeah, that was some of these games. It was funny because we were all cocky last week, and I'm like, 
who wants the fucking Colts? We're like, nobody. And I'm like, all right, let's write that down. And then they win. But I mean, that's the way the NFL goes. I love it as a Browns fan. If any team is going to choke and lose a game, they should win. I'm happy it's the Ravens. Uh, so 22-19 win in overtime for the Colts. That's great for the Browns. Um, Broncos tried their hardest. <laughs> they lose 70-20 by the Miami Dolphins. Yes, that is not a Madden score. That is accurate. That is a 70-point game for the Miami Dolphins, and they could have probably scored 100 if they wouldn't have taken Man. their foot off the gas. Oprah, Oprah Winfrey was down there passing out touchdowns. You get a touchdown. You get a touchdown. You get a touchdown. It was fucking wild. Like, I couldn't believe the score. Like, there was a couple times where I've seen some – I've seen some errors when like CBS or whatever will put up the score ticker and I'm like, okay, whatever. Like they, they obviously fucked up. There's something wrong there. Obviously this team didn't score, you know, 83 points. Somebody had a fuck up. This was real. They actually scored 70 points. It was insane. Uh, we might never see an offensive explosion like that again. I, I've seen a meme on Instagram. They had the score up and I was like, no. Yeah. Like <laughs> it, it seemed fake. Like I was like, wait, there's no way. I think it was almost Our- halftime and they had like 50 points. And I'm like, there's no R- way. What the fuck? R.I.P. Anybody who played anyone who had fucking Dolphins team people on their fantasy team. I mean, there was people putting up points. Like I had two people on my bench that I would never have really started. Fucking put up forty five points. Like the backup running back, he had fifty some points on my bench. Imagine if you're a degenerate gambler and you like bet your fucking house on the under for that game, and that's what happened. Oh. Like, imagine how fucking depressing that. Would oh, be. So- somebody's. Somebody's broke right now. I'm the sure, under absolutely. didn't only not hit; it missed by a million. That's how fucking crazy. Well, you you kind of saw the writing on the wall, was. like before the even game even started. Like we were only like kickoff for the Browns. You look down to ticker, and it's Tyree Kill touchdown. It's like they just fucking started. Like how did that even happen? Yeah, I actually I did a uh, four a four person uh, touchdown parlay last week, and I did uh, Tyree Kill was one. I did Justin Jefferson. I did. Travis Kelsey and all three of those hit. And then the fourth one that didn't hit was Tony Pollard. But before that happened, I was able to cash out. So I still came out positive. So I won money. It wasn't as much as I could have won if he hit the, hit the uh, touchdown, but I'll take it. I, I think I won like 60 bucks and could have been 90. That's a solid little cash out there. Oh, it's, um, al- it's always nice to win money not lose money. 1000%. So that was a cool, cool little Sunday for me. Uh, Patriots beat the Jets 15 to 10 in a pretty boring game that we all expected. Bills beat the shit out of the Commanders 37 to 3. The Commanders kind of came back to reality a little bit last week now that they actually faced a decent team because so far they hadn't done that. Uh, The Lions beat the piss out of the Falcons 20 to 6, putting them back to reality. Uh, Derek Carr gets hurt, and as soon as Derek Carr gets hurt, the Green Bay Packers, or I'm sorry, the uh, New Orleans Saints can't do shit and they end up blowing a lead against the Packers. The Packers come back and win 18 to 17. And I was sad because I was watching. I was like, Oh, they could, they're going to pull us out. All right, cool. Tim was the only one who took new Orleans out of the three of us. So yeah, unfortunately, buddy, you did not have a great week. (laughs) Tim score tells me he had some bad picks last week. Yeah. Tim Tim had a rough one. They wasn't bad picks. They just, it, they was close games. that turned around. They didn't pan out. Uh, yeah, we're not Robert, Robert, go fuck yourself. Yeah, I'm sure you guys all watched that together. How'd that go? Oh, I was depressed, man. That I how do you how do you, how do you feel? How do you, oh no, not a little bit. I got fucking my balls busted all Sunday. But how do you have ten people on the fucking field two plays in a row when they're on the one yard line trying to push it in? Get fucked. Poorly coached Marcus team. Freeman, I hope he gets slapped in the Um, Texans upset the Jaguars. CJ Stroud looks fucking legit. 37-17 win for all Houston. Their first one of the year. Chargers yeah, that kid win. is on pace, man. That kid's on pace. Sorry, let's cut you off. That kid's on he's, pace he's to have fun. a hell of a year. 
Yeah. I was nervous just because I kind of go with the 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 tail old adage of Ohio State quarterbacks stink in the NFL. It's rare right. it's rare that one is actually good. So I kind of went in with CJ Stroud and I'm like, this kid actually seems like a really good quarterback, but obviously we'll wait and see how he looks in the pros. That's and he's on a without a great that's yeah, without a great uh, pass blocking offensive line, without yep. maybe one receiver that he favors right now. Nico Collins is a go to receiver right now. He's they doing that with basically like number one wide receiver. Yeah, no. their tight ends stink. They they have Dalton Schultz, uh, running back. They've got Damian Pierce, who's not that great. So uh, they got a lot that they could add, and they're still finding ways to put up points. At least I won't say win. I mean, they yeah. won one game. I don't know if this trend will continue, but CJ Stroud definitely looks legit. Uh, looks good for the Texans. Somebody to build around. So that's cool for them. Um, again, Chargers beat the Vikings. Vikings are zero and three. Chargers are one and two. Those teams all stink. And Mike Williams ter- tore his ACL. He's out for the year for the Chargers. So that's a devastating blow for them in their offense. Uh, Vikings zero and three. Do you think they can right the ship ever, or is it over? Dude, I can't believe the numbers Kirk Cousins is, Kirk Cousins is putting up right now. Like he's at the top of every quarterback ranking right yeah, now. He's putting up with... MVP numbers, and they're zero and three. Because again, I I knew going into the season, I think it was week one when we did our picks. I straight up said, I'm like, Minnesota's defense stinks. I forgot who they played, but I took the other team. I think. Uh, let me see if I could find it. Um, no, maybe I can't. I don't remember who the fuck it was. I, I mean, I'm okay with Kirk Cousins putting up those stats because I got him as my quarterback in two of my fantasy teams. But I don't – I mean, they, they have to boat race the other team in order to have a chance. Like, they literally have to score 45 or 50 to have a chance to win a game because that oh, defense yeah, we, is giving up 30 points a game. Week one, they played uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but they did lose because their defense fucking stinks, and they let Baker Mayfield beat them. Um, there it is. Now we're cooking with gas, literally and figuratively. Um, Seahawks beat the Panthers and Andy Dalton 37-27. to 27. Pretty ugly, shitty game. No one really cares about it, if I'm being honest. Cardinals upset the Dallas Cowboys 28 to 16 in an ugly game for the Cowboys. That just kind of puts them back to reality of are they really a contender or are they just the Cowboys being the Cowboys? Did you uh, see Josh Jobs uh, Instagram the next day? Oh, where he played the video of like somebody talking shit about him and like, he yeah, didn't... he's like, I'm putting, I'm putting Dobbs up there and throwing darts at him. And then like, she yeah. cuts the Dobbs and he's, he's diving darts and he's like, go cards. <laughs> yeah. I fucking love that. Uh, as an ex Brown, I'm happy to see him having success. I just hope he stinks when we play them in a few weeks. Cause we do face the Cardinals this year. He was, he was um, making great passes. He's doing, he's doing well for that team. No, he was. I mean, the, the, the Cowboys did lose, uh, Trevon Diggs. Yeah, last that's week a bad one. at practice to an ACL injury, he's done for the year because of that, and he's their best corner that, by far. That defense so. is loaded, though. They should be able to adjust, you'd think. Yes and no. I mean, their second corner is Stefan Gilmore, who you know is a name you probably remember hearing ten years ago. He's old, so it's going to be hard for them to adjust. And obviously, their first game without him, and you lose to the fucking Cardinals. So it looks like some teams might have found something um, in, the, in a little recipe there to beat you. And Dak looked like Dak. He threw interceptions again. Their red zone offense was fucking terrible. So, uh, I, again, as a guy that hates the Cowboys because I'm sick of watching them every fucking week on, on all the prime right. slots, uh, I'd love to see them lose. So, couldn't happen to a better team. The Chiefs beat the shit out of the Bears. Taylor Swift was in the house. Mm, I don't know if you guys heard that. They've only talked about, talk it, about every it station ever. Let's talk about it. I just don't understand who gives a fuck who people are dating. Like, kudos to Travis Kelsey for sure. Uh, mm. Cleveland, stand up. Like, what are the odds a kid from Cleveland is banging Taylor Swift? The literally three, three Cleveland boys are dating three really big women. You got Adele, you got Taylor Swift, and then you got, if you want to count it, a Cleveland boy. You got Megan, uh, what's your face with uh, 
MGK. Nope, we are not so. counting him as a Cleveland boy. So let's <laughs> that one I was about to say that that's crazy. You said big woman and you led with Adele. I just think that's crazy. She is not a I big mean, woman anymore. Yeah, she's kidding now. She uh, she came wow. out the other night to one of her concerts and says I have to support the Cleveland Browns because my my partner's from Cleveland. So. Which um, I loved hearing that. I that was t- cool. But she, I tell you who's loving it, though. All the, all the Swifties come into football now. They actually put out like a – they had their new uh, Cleveland Heights or whatever, New Heights podcast today, and they went over some simple football rules. So all the Swifties who are coming to football, they understand football now. So it's kind of funny. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the whole thing was fun for like the first week because she was at the game, but now I never need to see it again, if I'm being honest. Kudos to Kelsey for banging tra- uh, Taylor Swift. That's fucking Dude, awesome. NFL, the NFL TikTok and NFL Twitter put Sw- Taylor Swift on their fucking main page. Oh, Did you see that? Annoying. They're not going to stop with it, which is annoying Market to me. It. I'm Market over it already. It. Like I don't care. Um, but I guess it's better than seeing Patrick uh, uh, Jackson Mahomes, so I'll take Taylor Swift any day of the week. Oh, yeah, right. He can't She's get to the opinion. press box. Her security locked him out. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. Um, Sunday night football, you the Steelers win over the Raiders 23 to 18. Questionable coaching by Josh McDaniels at the end there, going for a field goal while his team was down by eight with like four minutes to go. Why you would trust your defense if you're the Las Vegas Raiders, I don't understand that. Um, real, real questionable decision making there on his part. So I called that game. That's why they lose. Yeah. I, uh, is, he I gone at, is he gone after this year? I don't think he survives the season, if I'm being honest. Um, if, if they're, you know, un, way under 500 and it's halfway through the season and they're basically eliminated already, I think he gets shit canned. Uh, he go back somebody, to New England? Uh, more than likely. I mean, he's got nowhere else to go. I saw somebody today, uh, tweeted and they were like half joking, but they said they want it on record today that they're calling their shot next year. Jim Schwartz will be the head coach of the Vegas Raiders. And I was like, that'd be cool. But I hope not. I don't want to lose Jim Schwartz after one season. But unfortunately, our defense is that fucking good that that dude is going to be picked by everybody to be the next head coach. Um, so that's kind of unfortunate. But that's what happens when you have good coordinators. Hopefully, he's teaching some people underneath him. Um, Monday Night Football, Eagles beat the shit out of Tampa Bay Buccaneers. 25-11, uh, to 11, bring, bring Baker Mayfield right back down to reality. He had multiple turnovers, did not look good. Uh, you hate to see it. And then somebody the- on hold on somebody on Twitter they took a picture of uh, Kelsey and and Swift from the Eagles and he's like you mean to tell me these two are banging each other? Oh, yeah, I saw that. Which <laughs> I, you know, if the NFL wants to talk about that, that's more interesting than talking about a girl sitting in a press box eating chicken tenders. In my opinion, <laughs> uh, Monday Night Football, the Bengals get their first win of the season over the Rams, nineteen to sixteen, in a pretty ugly game. If I'm being honest, even after the win, the Bengals still don't look like a good team. Uh, the Rams, same with them, they don't look that great. So. Uh, two shit teams for a doubleheader for Monday Night Football weren't really that great games either. Um, and that was week three. Quick little recap. Switching gears a little bit, we want to go into Major League Baseball. The playoffs are getting ready to start. Today is, of course, we'll talk about that later, though. But today is, of course, Tito Francona's last home game in Cleveland. Um, let's actually check the score. Let's see how that's going for the, the old guards. Oh, they're up four to one over the Reds right now. Shane Beebs must be pitching a gem for Tito's going away party. They're gonna know. blow it. Yeah, I mean, they had a big lead yesterday and they pissed it away. Um, but yeah, so the MLB playoff picture is heating up. There is not much left uh for the season. I think it ends after this weekend, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong. Um but either way, the playoff picture is as follows. You've got the one seed. I'm going to look here off my phone. You've got the one seed in the National League. 
the Atlanta Braves, the two seed, the LA Dodgers, three seed, Milwaukee Brewers, Is Philly. What's up? Is this uh, the Tito picture? No, no. Oh, no, that's it. That's the one. And then you've got, I just can't read the numbers from here. They're so yeah. small. Um, you've got the four seed is the Philadelphia Phillies. The five seed is the Arizona Diamondbacks. The six seed is the Chicago Cubs for now. The Cubs did blow that game last night. I don't know if you saw that fucking error that that right fielder had. That was crazy. I've never seen a play like that from a major league baseball player. That looks like something you see at a little kid's game. Um, they're just trying to choke this lead away. And who's right behind them? The Cincinnati Reds and the Miami Marlins. And... The Reds got a big win yesterday. They were able to, to creep up a little bit in the standings for the wild card hunt. In the American League, you've got the Baltimore Orioles with the one seed. Texas Rangers, surprisingly, the two seed. Um, Minnesota Twins at three. Tampa Bay Rays at four. Toronto Blue Jays, five. And the Houston Astros at six. So you are going to get Do three any of us think that the NL has a chance? I mean, AL has a chance in these playoffs in the World Series? I mean, no, it's the, the NL is loaded, man. There's not one really good team in the AL that's coming out. There's not one team that scares me. Even if, like, this is what really fucking irritates me for the Guardians this year is the year that the Dolans decide to sell when we had first place fuck, in our grasps. We could run the AL in the playoffs if the Guardians just put a little bit of effort. We now have pitching back. We have Shane Bieber healthy. Tanner Bybee's been really good. He's probably going to – he should win Rookie of the Year. I know he's hurt right now, but – um a lot of young talent on this Guardians team that if they just invested a little bit into, I think the Guardians would be the fucking three seed right now. We would win the division. And, I mean, I'd put my money on the Guardians to win win the AL at least to represent the American League in the playoffs. Or right. in the World Absolutely. Series, I mean. Um, so that's fucking annoying that the Guardians, that the Dolans did that. We'll talk about that in a little bit when we talk about Tito's send-off. Um, but, yeah, no, I think the World Series goes through the National League. I think we're going to see, uh, unless – Somebody really fucks up. It's going to be Dodgers Braves in the National League Championship. And winner of that is the World Series champion, in my opinion. Should we just course, crown the Braves now and just get it over with and move on with baseball? No, because I don't want to give Chipper the satisfaction of him shoving things up his ass and in his mouth and cigars and all this and hunting down athletes <laughs> and being creepy. I don't want to I don't want to make his day any better. So I'm uh, I'm not ready to crown them. If anything, I'm going to pick the Braves to win it or the uh, the Dodgers to win it all because I like the Dodgers and I hate the fucking Atlanta Braves because of 1995. I'll never get over that. So fuck you, Braves. Spoiler alert: probably going to take the Dodgers to win the World Series. Um, you, then the you don't hold grudges. That's good. The Dodgers are going to win the World Series. Then they're going to sign Shohei Otani, and then they're going to fucking win it all over again next year. So suck on that, Chip. Um, that's my early early prediction. Uh, but yeah, so that's what it's looking at right now. And again, as I mentioned. Today is Tito Francona's last game in Cleveland as the Guardians manager. And what a way to go out. The poor guy had his scooter stolen, destroyed, defecated on, and ruined forever today. The Cleveland PD announced. I don't know if you saw that story. It just happened a couple hours ago. No. Are you serious? Yeah. Somebody stole Tito's scooter. They beat it up, and they took a shit on it. At least that's my guess. They said defecate, so I'm assuming they shit. Uh, I guess it could work for urine, but I'm assuming they took a doo-doo on it. So, uh, Why Tito, would you fucking do that? I mean, it was probably like a homeless person who had no idea it was Tito's, just some crazy person. But I jokingly said, uh, so here's a tweet I put out earlier. I hate being a guy that reads his own tweet, but it was kind of funny, so I'm going to... Oh, you're that back. guy. It's okay. It's okay. Fuck it. That's how I roll. Um, so the, the, the guy's tweet says, cannot believe this. Um is to, I can't believe this is today's news, but somebody recently stole, beat up, and then defecated on Tito's beloved scooter. 
the hog has officially been decommissioned. So it's it's done. It's it's scrap at this point. I tweeted. That's also how I describe what the Dolans did to Tito this season. They beat him up. They stole him and they defecated on him. That's basically the going away party for Tito. Poor fella. Jesus. So the Cleveland PD and it put this on Twitter. Is that what you said? No, like it, the story broke. Um, and it, like a bunch of reporters from like Cleveland are, are the ones that posted it. Like Ryan Lewis from okay. the Akron Journal. He's the one who, who tweeted that earlier. Um, but yeah, so un- un- unfortunately, not a great ending to his his last day in Cleveland as the manager. But he's done. Uh, Tito Francona will always be highly, highly regarded, in my opinion, when I look back on Guardian history um, or Cleveland baseball history, whatever the fuck you want to call it. He was here through it all. He was here as the Indians. He was here as the Guardians. Took us to a World Series. He's taken us to the playoffs multiple times. We had that long win streak of, what, 20-something games a couple uh, in, in 2016. It was phenomenal. Um, everything he's done has been fantastic. He's been such an amazing, amazing manager for this team with these young players, these young kids that come up where you go, who the fuck is that? He gets the best out of them. Um, I think baseball is a sport where your manager means so much. And I think losing Tito is huge. I truly don't even know who the fuck we're going to replace him with. We, I know we kind of tried to talk about it a few weeks ago when this news kind of broke because, that's the other thing too is Tito's a very humble, humble guy. So he didn't want to make this season about it being his last hurrah. He kept this kind of lock and key up until about a month ago when we started hearing the rumblings that he was done. I personally didn't want to believe it. So I was kind of like, man, eh, nah, I don't think he'll go anywhere. I think he's just kind of saying it to kind of scare the guardians. But uh, now I think it's official. I think Tito Tito's done. This is the end of Tito Francona in Cleveland and it's going to be a new chapter. We're going to have to get a new manager. That's going to have to accommodate these cheap owners we have these analytically driven teams this money ball persona that we have and they're going to have to make it work with a young roster with a roster of unknown players and that's just the way it goes in cleveland and tito is able to steer that ship beautifully um it's just not gonna yeah, be the same here i really am gonna miss him um i remember earlier in the year when we lost that game against houston where he didn't pitch pinch hit uh uh what's his name miles straw and everyone was pissed off that Tito was a little sassy in the in the post game conference. And I, I look at that and I'm like, I'm gonna miss that now. Like everybody was bashing him then, and they're like, Oh, Tito's done. Like he's old. He doesn't get it anymore. And I think like people should go back and bite their tongue a little bit after they said that because I, I I I'm gonna miss him. I, I'm yeah, miss I mean, him. I I agree with you. I think the fact that he was built to manage his team, to manage his payroll, to manage his owners, like he was built to basically get the best out of the, the shit team you put on the field. And a couple of times we, we, we got close. I mean, 2016, we were both there. I mean, that's the closest I've seen the Indians guardians get in God knows how long. Um, that was but what sucks though is into a, an actual Cleveland championship. Like yeah. we were there for game six. If the guardians would have suffered the Indians at the time, if they would have somehow pulled that win out, I would have been in attendance for a Cleveland championship. It would have been so yeah. fucking sweet, but of course we lost. And then everyone knows what happened for game seven. And I think that's going to be the biggest, I won't even say regret, but like the the biggest thing that I'll never be able to like feel good about this Tito tenure here is that we did not win a championship with him. I feel like he deserved it. He deserved one. And I think the 2017 Indians were better than the 2016 Indians, and we didn't even come close to that. You know, yeah, that unfortunate. Year where they just underachieved. Um, and yeah, you're right. I mean, we added uh, Eduardo Encarnacion. Um, just so so much that could have been Edwin Encarnacion. The, sorry, 
the flip side of this though is I'm glad he's stepping away, I guess, to a point almost is that he's he's been unhealthy a lot more in the last couple of years. Um, you know, getting going to the hospital, being in the hospital for long longer and longer stays. So I get why he's doing it and I hope that he ex- is able to extend his his life and whatnot. I don't see Tito coaching for anyone else. I mean, I don't think you do either, right? I think this is it. No, no, he's he's done for good. As you said, I think it, it and that's the other thing too, is that a lot of people forget. And a lot of people don't think about these guys that we love and we watch on the field or, you know, on the court, whatever, whatever sport you're into, all these guys, they're human. And I know it sounds stupid to say that out loud because if people are like, no shit, but like, I feel like a lot of people do forget that because they are human. And Tito Francona is as much as I would love him to manage the guardians forever. He's not getting any younger. His health is becoming an issue. Um, I feel like, Sorry, I'm ruffling a lot of papers here because I forgot my ad paper and I want to have that handy for God knows when we end up doing ads. But, um, but yeah, we already did ads. We started the show with ads. Oh, yeah, that's right. We don't actually have to do ads anymore. Now that I think about no. it, we don't. Right? Shit, look at me. Shows you how much I, shows you how much I pay attention. Um, you just got to read that beautiful board behind uh, in front of you right now. And as we learned from last week, I don't even need that fucking board because I read that shit. I was thoroughly impressed, my friend. Thoroughly impressed. So off, and now I'll fuck it up because there's a couple less shows to talk about, so it's going to throw me off. Um, <laughs> but I digress. But yeah, no. As much as I want Tito to be here forever, and again, that's the same thing with like other head coaches and people that like everybody just hates and wants cut and wants fired and this and that. You kind of forget they are. There's a human aspect to it. And Tito, I've never met the guy personally. He just seems like a fucking awesome dude. Um, again, the fact that he could build that team from nothing, from a bunch of unknown prospects. What's to, up, Adam? Hey, what's up, Adam? The fact that he could he could take all these young unknown players and he could turn them into what he did. I mean, even last year, last year I went into the season. I'll, I'll never forget it. I started off. I'm like, I don't even know who the fuck half these players are. We had Stephen Kwan coming up. I'm like, I don't know any of these guys. Like, we're gonna suck. And what we do, we win the division, we make the playoffs. And then not only did we do that, we won a playoff series. We should have won the second playoff series, but we got fucked by Major League Baseball against the Yankees. The Guardians truly, like Tito is the heart and soul of this team. And I like I'm devastated that he's gonna be gone. Honest to God. Like I so I if I had to guess, I would assume they're gonna look at Sandy Alomar pretty close as a replacement, even though I don't want that. But you're not gonna convince anyone else out there to come coach this team with owners who have such um, closed pocketbooks, right? They're going to want somebody who's going to take chances and bring some players in. Like, you're not going to get any big-name coach. So you're going to either get Sandy Alomar or some unnamed coach. You have no idea who it is, who it's going to be. I'm sorry, manager, my bad. And uh, yeah, we don't know what's going to happen, right? It, it, I'm, it's going to be a little sad. It really is. I'm just afraid of what, what they're going to do next. And that, that's my biggest worry because, like I said, managers mean so much in baseball that, I mean, this Guardians team is already kind of set up to not be that great, and we all know that. But Tito is able to turn them into something, and I'm worried that if we don't have the right person in charge, then they're not going to be able to get those extra wins by making a couple smart decisions that could lead to, you know, five or seven extra wins in your regular season. It may not sound like a lot when you play 162 games, but that's a lot of games. That could mean you win the division or you don't win the division because you get a handful of extra wins because of your manager knowing what he's doing. And if we don't get a guy in here that's able to do that, or even a guy that's just not able to connect with the players and work with this money right. ball shit that we have as, as, as the Cleveland guardians that don't spend money. Um, it's scary. Tito was a perfect manager for this situation. He was a veteran. And that's my worry too. As you said, if we do go with Sandy Elmar, I love Sandy Elmar. He was awesome for the guardian for the Indians in the nineties. He is a local hero. 
put him at manager. If he stinks, we're all going to want him fired. And it's like, it tarnishes his legacy with the guardians. It kind of makes me right. a little skeptical, but on the flip side, he's been under Tito for 10 years now. So he could realistically come in and fill those shoes perfectly because he understands how to do it. Who, who he learned from the best. Um, and yeah, Adam, I'm with you. The next few years could get ugly. And I'm worried that like the guardians are now going to retreat to the basement of baseball where we're going to be the, you know, the, the, the Pittsburgh pirates or some shit team that, that just consistently stinks. That was However, brought up today actually is uh, turning into the pirates almost like how they are as a team. They don't care. Like, they just don't the care. One, the one thing I'll say though, about the Dolans and this is even before Tito, uh, just the way they, and, and it's more so that it's the front office. I won't say the Dolans. It's the front office. The front office knows how to find talent. And I feel like we'll be okay. Sure. There might be a couple of years where we stink like this year where we, you know, we're probably going to end in like third place. That's, that's embarrassing in such a bad division. However, maybe that means next year, these young guys that again, Tanner Bybee, um, I mean, shit, how many fucking rookies did we call up? How many guys that you don't even know who they so were before they came so up? Many. Maybe these guys next year, not they have all this experience, are going to actually play really well, and we're going to be really, you know, we'll be fine next year. Um, I'm not saying that's going to be the case, but it's possible. So we'll see what happens. It's all going to have to line up. If there's anybody that I trust, and, and it obviously I hate the Dolans, but I trust our front office for, for Cleveland. Uh, they rarely lose trades. I'll give them credit there. When they make a trade for prospects, those guys were usually going to find a stud in that mix. Uh, they draft well. They they know how to develop players really well. So I, I I trust them as long as you know we keep all the core people in place in the front office. I'm I'm confident going forward. Um, but as far as manager and, and how the future is going to shape out, that's scary. The unknown without Tito stinks. Uh, but again, the last eleven years have been phenomenal with Tito. You the the team has always been a contender. Um, I know I, I I was hard on the Guardians for the last few years because that's just funny for me for the show, um, where I would always tell everybody that the, you know they're they're choke artists they're going to make the playoffs but they're going to get eliminated so who gives a shit I was hard on them. I mean but, you were wrong, but <laughs> right. I mean obviously I wanted championships, but going to the playoffs in general is amazing, and you you realize what you miss because again I just showed the playoff bracket. Guardians aren't on there. Guardians have no chance of making the playoffs, and I'm pissed off about it. That's annoying as fuck. I at least want to be in the dance. Do I think we could be a World Series contender this year? No. Do I at least want to be in the playoffs? Yes. And Absolutely. The fact that Tito's last year as manager is the year that the Dolans decided to sell at the trade deadline and not compete when we had first place right in our fucking grasps. I think we were, what, a half game out or a half game up, and we started trading everybody away and didn't acquire anybody good. They brought in fucking Noah Syndergaard. <laughs> who was here for a cup of coffee and he skipped town because he fucking stinks. Um, they didn't do anything to make the team better. They did all these moves to bring up these young, inexperienced players. And I feel like, like that is so fucking disrespectful to Terry Francona for his final year that you didn't try to go all in in a sport of baseball where there's no salary cap. You could have made a bunch of crazy moves. And I, I'm not saying trade all your fucking prospects, but we could have acquired some talent to at least make a push and they did they didn't they did nothing and because Tito's it, now it makes it seem like it makes it seem like if they would have made a playoff push this year that maybe Tito would have stuck around another year but because of how bad the season went it's like well it just makes now it makes sense to now go now, to leave the team now right because and i don't see it getting like, better after this that's kind of where i was at when it all happened i remember we talked about it when the news broke that Tito was like leaning towards retirement i remember i said that i was like 
I think he's just bluffing. I think he's trying to scare the Dolans to be like, hey, if you guys don't like actually start trying to win, I'm getting the fuck out of here. I'm not getting any younger. And uh, apparently he meant it because he is actually retiring and I'm fucking very sad about it. So uh want to give a quick shout out to Tito Francona. Thank you for everything for the last 11 years. You were absolutely one of the best baseball managers of all time. Not even just in Cleveland, just in general, you were able to break the curse in Boston. Uh, you meant so much to the guardians and to the young players on this team. And uh, I wish you the best going forward. I hope you, your health stays great. And I hope you stay in Cleveland. That'd be really cool. If Tito was like a local celebrity still out and about, uh, but who knows? I, I could also see him retiring south and just enjoying some warm they keep, weather. They keep on stealing his moped. He's not going to get anywhere in Cleveland. What are you talking about? I don't blame about? him. He's going to fly the fuck out of here and never come back. So uh, farewell to Tito Francona. Thank you for everything. I wish the the last year here could have been a little bit better, but uh, you can thank the Dolans for that. So thank you, Tito. And Thanks, Tito. Best wishes. Speaking of farewells, Dame Lillard finally got to say farewell to the Portland Trailblazers today as he was officially traded and it did not work out the way everybody expected. When the Dame what Lillard trade rumors, when the rumors came out back in like June or whatever, right after the finals, everybody and their brother said Dame only wants to play in Miami. Dame will only go to the Heat and kind of seemed like it's not even worth making a phone call if you're not going to trade for him. And where did he go? Milwaukee, like everybody had guessed, and not even for that much. I don't know if you saw the trade in 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 full. It was a three team trade. I saw the teams and I saw the the big names from the Suns, but I didn't see the whole thing. So it is DeAndre Ayton, Drew Holiday, draft picks, and there was another player I forgot to write his name down. Uh, Tumani something, Kamara, I think his name was. I honestly don't even, I'm not familiar with him, if I'm being honest. Uh, they go to Portland. Uh, Joseph Nurchich, Grayson Allen, Keon Johnson, Nasir Little go to Phoenix. And wow, Milwaukee doesn't lose anything. Milwaukee gets Dame Lillard. I can't believe that trade, truthfully. Like, uh, DeAndre Ayton's an okay center. He's not great. Phoenix wants him the fuck out of there anyway, so that's doing them a favor to dump him. Um, Drew Holiday, decent player. I mean, he's good, not great. He got dealt to to Portland, and he's already getting... He's going to get picked up by another team. I already saw rumors that uh, Philly, the Sixers, have already called to get Drew Holiday, and there was another team. I forgot who. It might have been the Heat, even. Uh, but there are multiple teams that are now inquiring about Drew Holiday because they, they know Portland's going to be selling. Um, and then... Nurchich and Grayson Allen were the two big names going to Phoenix, I guess. And Grayson Allen's a decent shooter. That's about all he brings to the table was nothing special. Uh, Nurchich is a bum, doesn't really play. But neither one of those guys started for Milwaukee, did they? Nurchich was with Portland, and uh, he did when he was healthy. Oh, no, sorry. And Grayson Allen, I think at one point, might have been a starter for Milwaukee, or he might have been like their sixth man. But he That's the thing that's crazy is they they didn't lose any of their starting rotation. Yeah, like when we traded for Donovan Mitchell, we had to give up Colin Sexton, who was our starter. We had to give up uh, 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 the dude we drafted, Achobi or whatever the fuck his name was. I forgot his name. Our first round draft pick. We had to give up multiple like top talent players, albeit Donovan Mitchell is in the prime of his career. Damian Lillard is in his 30s, which in the NBA, you know, father time can hit you at at any moment. So he's not a spring chicken anymore. Um, 
still interesting to see that though. When I saw the the details of this trade, I was kind of like, that's it. You mean to tell me no other team could beat that? I saw Toronto really tried to get him, but they weren't willing to trade uh, OG Adenobi or however you say his last name. Uh, they they refused did, to deal him. Did he have a no trade clause though? Like he had to choose where he wanted to go, right? I don't think so. I think he just kind of came out and said he wants to be in Miami. Mm, okay. I don't remember. You have to look that up. I honestly don't know. Um, but either way, the trade happened. He's officially gone. He is in Milwaukee. I did not see that coming. Uh, the one good thing it shows for me as a, as a sports fan is that these small market teams like Miami or Milwaukee are able to land these superstars. And that, that makes me really happy as a Clevelander because no tra- no trade clause. he did have a no trade clause. No, he had it. He had, he did not have a no trade clause. Okay, I didn't so. think so. Yes. Yeah. So he had no say in it. So it was whatever Portland wanted out of the deal. And I just I find it hard to believe that that's the best deal you could have gotten. I don't know. That's crazy to me. The East suddenly gets more loaded than it already was. And that that's the one bummer is right there. Now another like the Cavs already were going to have to go through the Bucks if they ever want to get a championship. And now you add Dame Lillard to the Bucks. Um, but it is what it is. I'm not too worried about it. I mean the Cavaliers. My buddy texted me that earlier, and he was like, uh, he's like, damn, I'm pissed. Dame's going to Milwaukee, another team in the Cavs' way, and I'm like. Dude, we couldn't get past the fucking Knicks. I'm not worried about the Bucks right now with Dame Willard. <laughs> we, we got enough issues to worry about. So we'll see how it all plays out. I expect the Cavs to be a good team. I, I do like the acquisitions they've made this offseason, but we'll see it all, all play out and shape out on the court. Um, earlier, I did mention that I will be on Loud and Local this Sunday from 730 to 930 here live at Redline Radio Studio One. Uh, also at Studio One here, you got Steel City running running late from 10 to 12. Not sure who's going to be on it this week. Uh, tune in and find out from 10 to 12 this Sunday morning. They will be shoving long, skinny, brown objects objects in their mouth on air, I'm sure. That'll be a sight to behold. Tuesdays, you got Tim Buck Tuesdays, my boy, Tim Buck, too. He had a full house yesterday. You had, like, what, four or five guests on, I think, yesterday? Four. four. Yeah. Another little, another little packed house for Tim Buck, too. Uh, live on location with Gary Wenner from 6 to 10 and Broad Street South from 8 to 9. Wednesdays, of course, you've got Talking About Balls from 7 to 9, the boys. Uh, maybe one day we'll all be back in studio together, but that day is not today. We never, You never know with us. We're, we're wild cards. On Thursdays, you've got that guy, Dub. He checked in earlier today. Shout out to Dub. Three to four. Always doing good interviews. You never know who he's going to have on the show either. Uh, I haven't seen his post this week for who's going to have on, so I don't. I can't promote it, but um check it out from three to four you know he's gonna have somebody good somebody interesting all over the spectrum that's what i love about dubs interviews um also on thursday nights seven to eight you've got the lex vegas show lex was live last week from uh quaker steak and lube did a great show uh he had davis as guest slash co-host so uh wasn't too bad you got broad street south from eight to nine and then on saturdays you've got unscripted from 10 to 12 uh in the morning with dave and who knows who the fuck dave's gonna have with him might not even be Dave. Sometimes it's Chipper and Adam. You honestly never know. Tune in to find out. TMI from five to eight at three hours show. I still can't get over that. Three hours is a long fucking time, but uh takes takes stamina. It takes endurance. I definitely know we could do three hours pretty easily if we wanted to. I don't want to, though. I want that on the record. Uh, but we could do many three hours. Yeah, I know you don't. Uh comedy and cocktails with Jen Jen from 8 30 to 9 30, rounding out. I'm actually on this episode. Of of comedy and cocktails? Yeah. Are you really? Hell yeah, is it live or is it? Recorded. Recorded. Oh, it is okay. Hell yeah. Check that out on Saturday night. You got Tim Buck 2, 8 30 to 9 30 on uh coming in cocktails with Jen Jen. You don't want to miss that. So that's your show schedule here at Redline Radio. Check it out. Did you do that from memory or did you go off the board? 
I went off the board with that one because I wanted to make sure I I did it properly. If that no, makes I didn't sense. Hear any, I didn't hear any beeps or anything. It's weird. Okay. Nor will you. Moving forward. Um, Shut- at any rate. <laughs> what's that? Nothing. I was going to say something. But I'm just, we'll, we'll move on. We'll move on. We're good. We're we on. are. We're being mature this week, everybody. Yeah. We are the mature adults here in talking about balls. That's all we are. ever act. And we promote that. We're, kind of, uh, we're not only the best show at Redline Radio. We're not only the outlaws at Redline Radio. We're also the most mature Red, Redline Radio. We're just the everything at Redline Radio. We mean a lot to Redline. And Redline means a lot to us. That's why we're here. That's why we're being Aww. responsible, mature adults. You know, we're having a moment right now. We're, we're it's a love fest. Put, put, a, put a rainbow over the more you know. Little hashtag there. I I think I need. Can you feel the love tonight from Elton John? Just playing in the background. That's a good one. That's good we're giving the love. We're we're lovey people here today with talking about balls. Um, one thing I don't love is Kyle gained a game in picks, and Tim Hello. unfortunately fell. Tim unfortunately fell back a couple. Um, but it's a long season. So, Kyle, you couldn't hear me before we, we started the show. Uh, we, we were playing the ad. I had a thought. Now, hear okay. me out. We don't have to start it this week if you guys don't want to. Obviously, it's up to a group vote because it's what we do here. We're a collective group. Um, I have an idea for our pick segment. <clears throat> for a bonus point, every week you're allowed to pick one game with the spread. And if you hit it with the spread, you get a bonus point. But you're only allowed one. Ooh, ooh okay. The only problem, I though, like- is that spreads... The only problem, though, is that we do our picks on Wednesday and spreads change so often. Um, so, obviously, we'd have to text each other. Like, if a, if, a, if a guy is out and the spread changes or whatever, if we're like, hey, I don't want that anymore, you can pick a different one. Um, but for a bonus point, you can pick. So, let's say, hypothetically, we'll just go back to last week. Colts against the Ravens. Let's say you're like, you know what? I'm going to pick the Ravens to win, but I'm going to pick the Colts plus whatever the points. I think they, I think they cover that. You would have, you would have been even. Then you would have got a point for that game instead of only losing because of the Ravens. So if that makes sense, if you guys want to do that, that's something I was thinking about today because my buddy is in a league. Shout out to Steve again. He is in a group that does picks. You have to pick with the spread, but they only give you like six games, and they make sure they're the hardest fucking ones. And you're allowed to pick one of them as your quote-unquote lock of the week. And if your lock of the week hits because you put like a, you doubled down on it essentially, you get bonus points. And I was thinking about that, and I'm like, that's kind of cool if we did that um, because he sent me his list, and I was asking him, I'm like, where the fuck is this game? Where's this game? Like, I want to pick on other ones. These are all really hard. He goes, they do that on purpose. They only give you these fucking difficult-ass games to pick on. Um, but one of the ones he showed me kind of had me intrigued, and I was like, if it were me, I would pick that one as my lock. I don't know why. I just have a good feeling this week. So... I have one ready if you guys are interested in doing it. Um, I'm, I'm all ears. So totally up to you guys. If you guys want to do this, I will. I'll oh, tell you which. I already, have, I already have my team picked. If we're doing it this way, I already have mine okay. selected. So Tim, if you want, if you want to go on, uh, I think you could even do it just from ESPN.com. Um, you look up the upcoming schedule. It should show the spreads next to the games. Or if you just want to Google like NFL spreads this week, if you want to pick your game, if Kyle, you have one, uh, and I think I have one. Uh, so we will do that and we'll yep. give it a shot for bonus points, bonus, bonus, bonus. So I'll tell you mine when we get to the game. Obviously do you want to do it now? Do or do you want to do it? Yeah, okay. Yeah. That's what I say. When we get to the game, we'll just say, I'm going to pick this. And also I'm going to take this game, as my pick. Okay. So when I wrote it down, I can put a note next to it with the score. So it'll be easier for me to keep track of. Um, 
So we'll do that going forward. So now with that being said, we are in week four. And as you guys can see the scoreboard there, it is JG 32 and 16, Kyle 30 and 18, Tim Buck two is 27 and 21. Unfortunately, but early in the year, you could make those three games back with fucking ease. And now you have another way to make some games back. And that is with a little bit of a spread. So without further ado, let's get in to our week four picks. Thursday night football, you've got a battle in the NFC North. You've got the Green Bay Packers hosting the Detroit Lions on Thursday night football on Amazon Prime. I will let the boy at home with syphilis, with COVID, with herpes, with gonorrhea, with everything in the book start us off. Who are you taking, Kyle? Give me the Detroit Lions. I don't trust Green Bay. I don't know what team they are. But the Lions, they're at home? No, they're away. That doesn't matter. Give give me the Lions. Give me a Lions. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel about it, too. I look at it as the last time the Lions were in Green Bay, they were taking on a much better Green Bay team that had Aaron Rodgers at quarterback, and they still found a way to win. Now they're going up against Jordan Love, who, uh, don't get me wrong, the Packers are 2-1. and They won last weekend, but they had to come back and beat Jameis Winston after Derek Carr got hurt. Um, I think the Lions are a much better team than the, the Saints, and... Obviously, it's any given Sunday, so they could you never know what's going to happen. But I also think the Lions are just a better team. So I'm going with Detroit. I picked them to win the division. I picked Dan Campbell to win coach of the year. All of those things can't happen if I pick them to lose games. So I got to pick them to win. Tim? And we got a clean sweep of Detroit. That didn't didn't go well for us last week when we had clean sweeps. Most of those games lost. So maybe that's not a good sign. Um, But we'll see what happens. On Sunday morning, I am so fucking excited for this. This is the Toy Story game. Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars and the Falcons in London. And if you have Disney+, Plus, if you want to wake up at 9 a.m., turn it on. They are going to have the players animated as Toy Story characters playing this game of football. I truthfully cannot fucking wait. I will be watching it so intensely. I am very excited for this game. Um But with that being said, give me the Jags to right the ship here a little bit. The Jags struggled last week and lost to the uh, Houston Texans. But I think they get better here against the Falcons because the Falcons kind of snapped into reality last week. So give me the Jags. Yeah, give me the Jacksonville here. This this should be a pretty easy win for them, I think. Um, But I'm I'm going to watch the Toy Story. I see the wheels turning in Tim's head right now. I don't think he knows who he wants to pick. Oh, he does? (laughs) I couldn't tell if he was thinking. Trying to think of the sound. Okay, I like it. Ooh, a sexy little panther there, but it's a jaguar. (laughs) I I don't actually know what either of those sound like. It actually sounded like Tim farted through my speakers, so it's okay. We'll let it go. Oh, was that what you heard? That was real. They actually did fart. I I didn't know if you could catch that. I I didn't want to out him like that, but Kyle didn't mind. Um, Next up, we've got the Dolphins. In Buffalo, a battle of the AFC East, the Buffalo Bills are looking to even things out in the division because Miami looks like a team that cannot be stopped. There he is, Steve. What's up, dude? I was just talking about your picks um, that I was trying to help you with a little bit. And as I texted Steve earlier today, my pick, and for our new thing going forward again, guys, we are going to pick one game a week with the spread. And if you get the spread right, you get a point. I am not only taking the Dolphins outright. I am taking the Dolphins plus two and a half. 
This is my that pick w- of the week. That that was one that I that I thought about taking as my pick of the week, but that's a good pick. I just um, look at it as the Dolphins are obviously 3-0. and They're undefeated. They look unstoppable. Do I think that's going to continue? No, I don't think they're going undefeated for the season. Uh, Buffalo's defense is actually second best in the NFL, depending on what kind of variables you look at. Uh, their defense is very good. Don't let that week one loss to the Jets fool you. However, I just think Miami is riding high right now. The weather's good. Um, I think they'll they'll slow down as everything starts to kind of catch up to them. But right now, I think they're unstoppable. And that two and a half, seeing them as an underdog, I don't know why. I'm just going with it. So give me the Dolphins plus two and a half and winning the game outright. So doubling down. I like that. So we don't have to double down on our pick of the week, though, right? I could pick another team. No, again, and, but you could take, take, but take the spread. Yeah, okay. Like I said, hypothetically, last week, you could have said, I want the Ravens to win the game money line, but I like the Colts spread. So you would have lost because you lost the Ravens, but that spread with the Colts, you would have won because I don't remember what the spread was, but I'm sure they were an underdog last week. So you would have balanced your points out. So that I'm doubling down with Miami because I, like I mean, it. I could still get it. If they lose by one, I still get a point for it because of the spread, but I think they do win the game outright. So that plus two is just bonus points, in my opinion. Is there um, is there a seal in the background getting clubbed right now? Is that the noise that I hear? It, it's Tim's Tim still has some chicken wings stuck in his teeth from last week. He's just trying to pick it out right now. <laughs> uh, give me the Dolphins in this one. It's going to be a fun game to watch, but yeah, give me the Dolphins to win this outright. Give me the Dolphins as well. Oh, that was a dolphin yeah, noise that was happening. That makes more sense now. Okay, that makes sense. I didn't even put that together, honestly. I was like, that all clicked. Snowflake, Finkel's Einhorn, Einhorn Finkel. Um, all right, we got a clean sweep of Miami right there. Looks like nobody's got any love for the Buffalo Bills, and I am okay with that. In a battle of 0-3 shit shows, who prevails? Did you see the meme where they said, can you move this to Wednesday at 3 a.m.? I would watch it still, actually. I'm not going to lie to you. They're actually, it's, it's fucking crazy if you look at the schedule, how this works in the NFL. I don't understand, like, how it's that Jumanji shit that, that Grape talks about. Um, there are four 0-3 teams in the NFL, and they are all playing each other this weekend. Oh, yeah, you're right. Vikings-Panthers, too. Vikings-Panthers are the only 0-3 other 0-3 teams, and they face each other. And the Broncos and the Bears are also 0-3, and they're facing each other on Sunday. In a really, really shitty who gives a fuck game. Um the Bears there's, there's no look like go oh, good. Sorry. I said there's just no, no way that Denver can lose this game, right? I mean, I know there's a way, but there's just no way that, that Sean Payton comes out after that assing last week and doesn't have his team fully prepared to beat the shit out of the Bears. With that said, I I give me fucking Denver here because if they don't win this game, then I'm seriously concerned for that team. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at too. If you lose 70 to 20 and then you're going to come on and lose to the Bears who truthfully look like one of the worst football teams of all time. Uh, excuse me, Sean Payton should be fired right then and there. He should be he should have a less of a tenure than Urban Meyer did with the Jags. Like he should be fired before they even get on the plane because it is a road game. Um yeah, give me the give me the Broncos or give me death here. I think this could be a lead pipe lock of the week, but these teams also do stink. So I'm not willing to bet my reputation on it. But if I had to pick one game or just straight up money line where I'm like, fuck it, I'm very I have to be confident in one win. It would be Denver. Like if I'm in a survivor pool, that doesn't mean anything like the one I was actually in a few weeks ago because I sucked and I got eliminated in the first week. uh, I would pick Denver probably this week. Tim, this is a tough one. 
I was, I'm going to go with my first mind, and I'm going to go with the... You're going Bears, okay. We got... um, because they're at home. Um, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I do agree with the, the Broncos. Gotta... Both teams stink, so yeah. it really is a double-edged sword. Um, yeah, it's a tough game. Either All right, way. Timmy's going with the Bears. Let's do it. I like that, though, when we have different picks. It makes it fun for me when I'm doing... Uh... I'm writing everything out. It's not working for me to go against y'all. No, it's not. But I do like it, though, because I get to finally use my red marker because I use a red marker when I cross off the losings, the losing games. And, you know, it's kind of nice when I get to do it. So I'm glad Tim Tim picked against us right now because that's my, my red marker is going to get some use next week, I think. Um, with that being said, next game, Steelers at Texans. The C.J. Stroud show rolls on. Uh, they did upset the Jags last week. Can they upset the Pittsburgh Steelers? This is an interesting game. I truly, I want to go with my my heart. My heart says take the fucking Texans. My gut's like, we'll go with Pittsburgh. Um, but I also feel like I do have a bit of a curse in me to where if I pick, if I just pick Pittsburgh every week, then maybe I'll curse them. So I might just have to try that. And I'm going to start with this week. Give me the Steelers. <clears throat> I don't want to do Double, it. I'm doubling down here. Give me the Texans and give me the Texans plus the two and a half. All right. We got Kyle's spread points right there. So he thinks they are going to win the game outright and two and a half. And Steve said he's rolling with the Colts minus one and a half at home. Um, Colts take on the shitty LA Rams and Anthony Richardson is playing this week. So Steve is a big Anthony Richardson believer. That is the lock he's going with. Again, I'm, I'm I'm a gambling man. I'm rolling the dice. I'm going with Miami. I don't know why. I got a feeling about it, and it's more than likely going to bite me in the ass. But that's the way she goes. Tim, who do you got in this battle of uh, the Schittsburg versus Houston? I know you usually say fuck the Texans, but it's going to be hard for you to say it this week. Because I say fuck both these teams. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> I'm still going to say fuck the Texans. All right. I think it's still going to pull this out. Pittsburgh, it is. A two out of three Pittsburgh pick right there. Um, who, who picked Pittsburgh? Tim did? Tim and myself. Oh, you boys, come on. Again, I'm doing it strictly only hoping that I curse them. I'm okay, willing fair. to lose a point there if they lose the game. I'm okay with it. Um, Next up, 0-3, Vikings and Panthers. I'll just make this one quick. Even with Bryce Young back, I don't think that makes them any better. Uh, does anybody want the Vikings here? Yeah, everybody wants the Vikings here, I thought. Or I meant, does, yeah. Does anybody want the Panthers here is what I meant to say, and then you would all say no. Good call. I was looking ahead. <laughs> yes, I want the Vikings here. All right, we all want the Vikings. Um, this was going to be the one that if it was allowed with Steve's thing, I was going to tell him to pick this game, but they don't have it. Um, you got to go Skull. I'm trying to do Skull. Fuck skull, it. that's what they yell. Um, I don't know what the fuck it means. Some like weird Viking shit, Nordic stuff. I don't know anything about it. Um, but yeah, I was going to tell Steve, like this would be the one I would take. I would take Minnesota minus four. Um but what can you do? Yeah, I think Minnesota boat races Carolina, but you know, I do too. Bryce Young stinks, and not if they had Andy Dalton playing, I would think that the Panthers could kind of keep it close. But now that I know Andy Dalton is not playing, I'm like, well, fuck it. They uh, Bryce Young stinks. I mean, he looks so overmatched. He looks so little. Uh, I just I don't know how they're going to win games. With that guy, he's so fucking tiny. I don't see his career lasting that long. Unfortunately, I mean, it was week three of his career, and he already missed a game. For an injury, Anthony Richardson did the same thing with a concussion. 
concussions can happen to anybody, but Bryce Young's just getting banged up because he's so little. Um, so not good. Not good at all. Next up, we've got the Rams, speaking of, the Rams and the Colts taking on Anthony Richardson, who is back out of concussion protocol. Um, the Colts are a weird team. It's even. Even Vegas doesn't know what the fuck to do here. Uh, according to ESPN, Steve's got it at minus one and a half Colts, but I got even here for for uh, on the ESPN it's app. One, it's one and a half in all the betting apps right now. I just, I just looked it up. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a weird game. You saw the Rams on Monday Night Football go to Cincinnati, and they struggled. And then you see the Colts with Gardner Minshew, who was supposed to be the lesser of the quarterbacks, win against Baltimore. Now you have Anthony Richardson back, who at times has looked great because he's a scrambling running quarterback, and then at other times he looks like a rookie who makes horrible decisions. So I don't know what to make of either of these two, these two teams. So even is very fucking fair, if I'm being honest. Um, this is a tough one. So with that being said, I do not want to start it off. Either of you two, if you guys want to take helm. Um... Exactly. I don't even know what to think here. Uh, Can I pass? Is that allowed? <laughs> yeah. Give me the Colts. Actually, you know what? I got to stick to my, 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 my rule of thumb is in a 50, 50 game. I go with the home, the home team. team. So I got to go with the Colts, I guess. Yeah. I'm taking the Colts here as well. Indy with a sweep. Watch the Rams come on win like fucking. They're gonna kick the shit out of them. Sixty to ten. It'll be like when the Seahawks week one. We all pick the Seahawks because we're like, well, the Rams stink, and the Rams went out and beat the fuck out of them. That's exactly what's gonna happen here. Um, next up, NFC South matchup: the Buccaneers take on the New Orleans Saints. The New Orleans Saints are without Derek Carr for the foreseeable future. He got injured, and Jameis Winston will be the starting quarterback. So you have Baker Mayfield against Jameis Winston. The battle of two number one draft picks who nobody really wanted after their original team was done with them. Where do we go from here? Um, the Saints looked like pure dog shit when Jameis Winston went into the game on Sunday. However, they are getting Alvin Kamara back, which is huge. His suspension is over. It was only a three-game suspension. He will be back out there. Uh, Chris Olave, Michael Thomas, they're all healthy. They're ready to roll. With that being said, give me the Saints. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the the Baconeers in this one. I, I just have a feeling that they're gonna come out and they're gonna they're gonna slow that offense down a little bit. That defense they have, I think I think they win. Tampa Bake for Kyle, Tim. Who do you got? This is a tough one. You know what? Um, I think the Saints, Saints got to win this game. For me, I look at it as the Saints actually do have a really good defense. They're one of the better defenses in football, and Baker. All, at least when he was with Cleveland, always sucked against good defenses. And New Orleans defense is really good. So for me, I'm going to strictly off of that. I think if they they can score on their end, because again, they're going to have Kamara back. They've got Chris Olave. They've got Michael Thomas, Taysom Hill, etc. Um, Baker then has to beat a really, really good defense. And the, the, the bad thing for him is Mike Evans is obviously his number one target. And Mike Evans has always consistently struggled against Marshawn Lattimore and the New Orleans Saints defense. Uh, somebody put up a stat since he got since Marshawn Lattimore and Mike Evans have both been in the league together. They showed the stats of how Mike Evans plays against the Saints. And he averages like 45 yards a game, a third of a touchdown a game. His numbers are very bad. And that's their entire offense. So with that being said, I'm sticking with the Saints. You said the Saints as well, Tim? Yep. Gotcha. 
I mean, I got two chances of gain, gain on you guys so far. I like it. Or I'm going to be making this a little bit of a wider lead here, which is how I'm leaning right now. Confident, feeling it. Um, next up, 1 o'clock, does anybody want the Washington Commanders going wow. to the link to take on the Eagles? I don't think so. I don't even think Tim can't even pick his own name here. That's how bad Tim they play. Tim can't even pick Washington? Oh, man. Yeah, give me the Eagles here. Thank you. That's what I like to hear. Next up, you've got the Bungles going to Tennessee. Uh, both teams don't look that great, uh, but I do think, unfortunately, the Bengals are the better team here, and I got to go with Cincinnati as much as it pains me to say it. They get their second win of the season. Agree. Give me the Bengals. Clean sweep. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, I hate picking teams in the fucking north. I hate it. Ugh, it makes me feel physically ill. Um, <laughs> next up, we got the shitty Raiders probably going into the game with Brian Hoyer, Hoyer at their, as their starting quarterback because Jimmy Garoppolo is in concussion protocol. Going that guy's up against still in the league? Hoyer. Jesus. Brian Hoyer, yeah, dude. I was actually kind of excited. I I was thinking about it in my head because I was watching the game on Sunday night, and obviously I hate the Steelers. So I'm watching it, and I'm going, who gives the Raiders the best chance to win this game because I want them to win this fucking game? And... Jimmy Garoppolo took a fucking shot. And I was like, all right, he looks hurt. And Brian Hoyer starts warming up on the sideline. And I was like, holy shit, we're going to get Brian Hoyer, Cleveland's own, to come in and win this fucking game for the Raiders. And then Jimmy Garoppolo kept playing. And then as soon as the game ends, they decide to put him in concussion protocol. It's kind of funny how that works out in the NFL. Um, but I digress. Uh, <laughs> I do think it will be Brian Hoyer this week, more than likely. They do have that rookie that came in and looked really good in the uh, preseason, but I don't think he's game ready yet. Uh, so I'm guessing it's going to be Brian Hoyer as a starting quarterback more than likely for the Raiders. And I don't think it fucking matters. I think the chargers are winning this one. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is a pretty foregone conclusion. The chargers win this game. Raiders are a horrible team. The, the Chargers defense stinks. Don't get me wrong, but their offense can score with the best of them. So with that being said, a Justin Herbert versus Brian Hoyer or verse, I forgot his name, their rookie quarterback that they have, um, Give me the Chargers. Even though the, in that even though the Chargers are down, Mike Williams, he's not there. I mean, Keenan Allen's going to be leaning on a lot, but still, I like the I like the and Chargers. They drafted too. Quentin. Uh, was it Quentin Johnson? Yeah, uh, TCU, TCU. rookie wide receiver. So they got him. He's going to now get some more reps, and he's going to he's going to be more much more involved in the offense. Um, so I think they're going to be just fine. Next up, we've got Bill and the Patriots and Ezekiel Elliott going to Dallas. Or of course, this will probably be the game that they play on my local TV station for Fox because it's the fucking Cowboys because that's all they play. Um, I don't know what to make of this one. The Cowboys looked like dog shit last week against an Arizona team that's just out there hustling, just out there trying their hardest. Now they're going up against a team that's very well coached, literally the arguably the best football coach of all time, um, who is going to be able to expose their issues and shut people down and can they pull who also who also has Ezekiel Alec and his team Elliott on their team who probably knows some of the signs and the call well, outs Dallas that... through and through. So right. This one's tough. I I gotta go with the Cowboys because I do think the Cowboys are one of the better teams in football. But if the Patriots win this game, I will not be surprised. But I I am not confident enough to pick them, so give me Dallas. Give What's me that the big D in the right What's the spread of um, this game? I got Dallas minus seven. 
on ESPN's app. God, I should have switched and taken this one, taken the Patriots and the points. Damn. Yeah, that's what I'm going uh, uh, Give me the Cowboys on this one for the outright win. Tim, were you taking the you taking the Patriots and the points here? I'm taking the Patriots and the points. Are you, are you picking the Cowboys to win outright then, or are you taking them too? Um, going to take the Patriots. Double down. All right, so wait. So you're going, you're taking the Patriots and the points? Yeah. Okay. New England Double down. plus seven. And then Kyle, you who, who are you going with? I'm sorry. I, I'm taking the Cowboys to win. Okay. Tim, this would be a big three-point swing for you. Or, uh, yeah, this would be huge. Yeah, right yeah. That would be sick. You're either sinking into the basement hard or you're <laughs> going to make a fucking epic comeback. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Uh, so my my Aunt Julie there, she asked my thoughts on the Holy War this Saturday really quick. We don't talk a lot of college on here because we just don't have time for it, if I'm being honest. But uh, the Holy War is, of course, BYU and Utah, the Mormons. Um, give me Utah by a million. I think Utah is just a really fucking good team. Their defense is legit um so i think utah wins that one easily in my opinion at least um again i'm not utah, a team yeah no i mean utah is a really good team utah's defense is like arguably one of the best i've ever seen they they they're really good so i would take them in a heartbeat over byu currently byu is not a very good team um, do they say our prayer before the game starts though? they're gonna do some real weird shit religiously mm-hmm. oh so and Iggy's. i'm sorry the holy war that i was looking at college I, I didn't even know they played this weekend to be honest um oh, St. Ed's. Yeah, I, I think St. Ed's is still really good, right? I don't really follow high school football that that much, to be honest. It's but I think cre- they're still it's pretty creepy good. to me to follow high school football as like an older Ian's man. Win. They did, huh? Tito's last home game. Tito gets the W. Congratulations to Tito. We already gave him this beautiful send off. Um, and yeah, my apologies. I was looking at the Utah, uh, Utah BYU. That's the holy war that I knew. I didn't even realize that Ed's and uh, St. Ignatius play this weekend. Yeah, probably I would go with Eds. I, I honestly, I don't really know. I don't follow a lot of high school football. That's, uh, I won't say it. I had a joke. I'm not going to say it. I'm a bigger man. Bigger man. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Especially when it involves children. I don't, you don't cross certain lines. All right. Yeah, um, probably shouldn't. We're already banned half the time anyway, so that's all right. Exactly. I got to be smart here. Uh, Niners Cardinals. Does anybody want the Cardinals? I know they upset. Um, they upset the the Cowboys last week, but the the Niners are a different animal. I think we're all going to go clean sweep San Francisco here, huh? I think you know how I feel about. Did you see the spread for that one, by the way? I didn't. Four, 14, Minus right? 14, dude. I could have done that one. Yeah, you know you're degenerate if you're like if you're looking at spreads for gambling for uh, high school because that's a real thing that people do and that's fucking bananas. Um, man, I'll, I'll get there one day. I'm a degenerate, but I'm not that bad yet. Things are gonna change. All right, yeah. So give me San Francisco. Give everybody San Francisco, I should say. But yeah, that's a huge spread, 14 points. The only issue though is I think that there's a good chance that the fucking Niners will win by more than 14. So I'm not confident <laughs> in touching that one at all. Um, Sunday night football, you've got Taylor Swift and I'm sorry, the Kansas City Chiefs taking on the New York Jets in New York. The NFL is fucking pissed that Aaron Rodgers cannot be at this game because Aaron Rodgers is a Swifty. If you had Taylor Swift in the crowd with the Kansas City Chiefs and Aaron Rodgers, I think the NFL's head would fucking explode. The NFL is not a person. It's an, an entity, but everyone in the NFL would fucking explode. Roger Goodell, first and foremost. This you would be- know 
they're going to fly her out to this game. You know they're going to put her in those stands. She will be shown. This is going to be like uh, betting on the Super Bowl for a prop bet. It'll be how many times is Taylor Swift shown in the, during the game. And I think if you set the over under at like three, I'm banging the over on that, banging it. Um, mm, but I'd have to look that up. That's a prop bet. Oh, I'm banging. I'd like to bang something with Taylor Swift, if I'm being honest. <laughs> I, I think she's, she's good-looking. She gets a lot of heat from people. I think she's a good-looking woman. Um, mm, I agree. I, hey, I'd like her to write a song about me one day, if you know what I mean. Uh, <laughs> Chiefs and Jets. Anybody want the Jets? No. Yeah, I didn't think so. Give me the Chiefs. Kansas City. Cleveland Heights is finest. Travis Kelsey is going to get a nice little win. And then he's going to go bang Taylor another win. Go get another win. <laughs> Already confirmed she'll be there. Oh, yeah. She, she'll definitely be there. The NFL needs her there because of the, the lack of Aaron Rodgers, truthfully. They need a storyline for this game other than watching Zach Wilson get the shit kicked out of him for three hours. So being able to see Taylor Swift and Donna Kelsey together, I'm all for it. Um, another week of memes and videos of those two staring at each other. Can't wait. It's going to be great. Awkward high fives and weird moments of her not understanding what's happening. Again, Everybody out there, count your fucking blessings that it's not Jackson Mahomes getting all this hype right now, okay? So take the good with the bad. If you're not a Swifty, that's fine. But would you rather see Jackson Mahomes doing his little fucking weird isn't he, re- isn't, he, he isn't he ready to go to jail for sexual harassment or some shit like that? Is you he getting sued so right how that got swept under the rug, I don't understand. But uh, I'm ready for him to go to jail for literally anything. I, I guess I guess clear video yeah. evidence means shit, right? I guess so. <laughs> you know, when you're a Mahomes, apparently. And I think he's not there's anything wrong with it at all. I am equal rights all through and through. I thought he was gay. Oh, I thought so, too. I always thought he was gay. And then this video comes out of him trying to make a move on a girl. I almost feel like he did that what on a, purpose. What a, what a beard move that was. Yeah. That's yeah. why I feel like there was no, and this is all pure conspiracy. I'm going down into conspiracy Carl's bunk right now. Oh, um, yes. But my conspiracy is that his people, because you know Jackson Mahomes has a fucking agent or whatever. He has, he has a, a team. I bet they told him, like, you need people to think you're straight because everyone hates you right now, which is wrong. Go, Not that people, go, people don't molest somebody. <laughs> but I'm sure that all the videos he makes, guys don't want to interact with that. It's hurting his his social media cred. So they're like, you got to go act like you like chicks and maybe guys will start following you if you want to get those numbers up. So they were like, go out there and assault a woman. But she was in on it. So she, it's not, you know, it's a victimless crime, my guess. They paid her to be in the video. They paid her to to... He didn't even, I mean, if you've ever seen the video, it really wasn't even that bad, honestly. No, um, no. So I think it was just done to get the word out there so everyone could go, oh, shit, I thought he was gay. And then now you're like, well, let me look into it. And then he gets more followers, he gets some traction, he gets some clout. And you never hear of this again because the woman was paid to be in this video because it means nothing. It was fake and bullshit. So that's my conspiracy for the week. That's my conspiracy. conspiracy. I'm going with it. I'm sticking with it. Uh, Monday night football, of course, it wouldn't be Monday or Sunday night football without a team from the NFC East. And that is, of course, the New York Giants host the Seattle Shithawks. And um, Steve's going off. Is he? Would I date Taylor Swift? Guaranteed to be with her forever and reap oh. the benefits. Oh. Any oh. Hang on, I, I, would you date Taylor? Guaranteed to be with her forever and reap the benefits. The only stipulation she gets to peg you once a week. Um... Depends on what I'm getting pegged with. Do I get to pick the size? Because that's no joke money. Like that's fucking lottery ticket money. So the woman's almost worth a billion dollars. I mean, exactly. So that's why, like, like, yeah, like you're definitely 
you're speaking my it's language. So, it's it's how much do you how much do you value your asshole? I mean, what's the price that you put your asshole at right now? I mean, if it's just her and I in the bedroom, whatever. As long as it's not like going public, like if we're not filming it, and people aren't watching me get sh- get pegged. And that's really so Aside from us yeah. in this conversation right now, does everyone know that I'm getting pegged? Like, is it public news? Like, I'm on the cover Peg of like. Me with yeah, I mean, honestly, for that kind of money, I would. There's, yeah, there's, I would take it. Would there's take a it. short list take of things I wouldn't put up my ass for that kind of money. So, yeah, I would totally do that. And I think eventually she would learn to love me for me and wouldn't need to peg me every week because I feel like I'd be getting pegged for punishment. I don't know how that works in the pegging community. I've never been pegged before. I've never you even know thought about it. You know, she has like a good girl persona that she'd probably like the biggest freak ever behind closed doors. Because eventually I could just look at her and be like, what are you getting out of this? Like, you're not getting any sexual pleasure shoving this thing in my ass. I'm not getting any pleasure out of it. So why are, why are we doing this? And then I think I could talk her out of it. I'm a very, very good, like, I, I can communicate and I think I could persuade her to stop doing that. I think I could argue that. I, I, I would definitely have to get a few times to like earn the contract. And that is what it is. Um, but I think eventually, I don't think, I think we could, it didn't have to be 52 times a year. You know what I mean? We could cut that down in half. Even I'd be happy every other, maybe just for birthdays it's, and it's, holidays. You know, it's a yes. A yes. From the talking about ball boys, I guess. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're, it's definitely a yes, but I am going to negotiate that contract a little bit. If I, once I get in there, <laughs> um, back to things getting shoved up asses. Does anybody want the giants this week? No, because I think they're going to no. take it right up the fucking old pooper. I think they stink, and uh, the Seahawks are a much better team, better coach team. Uh, unfortunately, Kyle's favorite head coach, Brian Dayball, is going to be one yes. and three. So we are Man. all taking Seattle, correct? Yes, we are. All right, go. There we go. That's the only way I know who's actually getting taken. Shit. Speaking of, being that's also the noise you make when you get pegged, too, right there. Well, I would. It'd be higher than that. Um. When when's the cutoff for buying lottery tickets? I just forgot. There's like a fucking massive jackpot tonight. I gotta I go buy some tickets. O'clock. Is it over? I don't yeah. remember when yeah. it ends. Oh, that's annoying. I completely forgot about that. Well, damn. Looks like I'll be back here next week, boys, because I won't be a billionaire or whatever mm-hmm. it is. I think it's eight hundred million or well, something like that's, that. That's still up in the air. We don't know. We're on a week to week right now, so that's true. We are on dangerous thin ice. Um, <laughs> yeah, maybe. Hopefully, no one wins the. the jackpot and it goes again for is this, Friday a, is, is this a bad time to bring up the water cooler option again or no no i think from what i hear there's a little bit more room in the studios these days so i guess we could get a water cooler in here <laughs> addition by subtraction um all right that leaves one game left on the docket and that is of course the browns hosting the baltimore ravens this sunday in cleveland one o'clock Browns looking to move to three and one Ravens also looking to move to three and one. Only one team can advance unless they tie because the NFL still has ties like a bunch of fucking idiots. Um, I don't think a tie is going to happen. The Browns defense has looked dominant. Uh, no question about best, that. Three best weeks in the in, NFL. Have we played some of the upper echelon offenses? No, the, the, the Bengals obviously looked banged up. They don't look like themselves. Um, the Steelers offense is pure garbage led by Kenny tiny hands Pickett, and the Tennessee Titans offense is old and decrepit and is exactly what we expect to be last week. I don't think that was a fluke on any stretch for either side. I think the Titans are a bad team. The Browns are a great defense and that's why the Browns were able to just go in there and establish dominance. Um, Ravens are a, a different cookie. The Ravens have of course, Lamar Jackson, who is the most, athletic quarterback in the NFL who can create a play out of nothing, who can 
avoid a tackle like the best of them. Will Jim Schwartz have this defense ready to make classic NFL tackles and be, be fundamentally sound and make your tackle? Don't fuck around and go for the big hit. Just wrap and tackle. I I, I like to think so. Um, on the flip side, the Ravens defense is decent. They've got a lot of guys coming back healthy this week. The Browns offense, again, looked great against Tennessee. It struggled against Pittsburgh. It, it kind of struggled against Balt, uh, Cincinnati. So we are now up against one of these tougher AFC North defenses. And except for last week against Tennessee, Deshaun Watson has struggled as the Browns quarterback. So it's hard for me to go in too confidently. What I saw last week definitely looks like something we could build on. Do I think it's something we will continuously see every single Sunday? I hope so, but I'm not willing to stake that yet. Um, With that being said, we are at home. For some reason, we can beat the Ravens. We beat them last year. In Cleveland, uh, Deshaun Watson's first game against them. We beat him on that Saturday. I'm sure you all remember. Um, give me the Browns. I, I do think the Browns can win. I do think our defense is legit. I think our <laughs> offense is going to be just fine. And the key to this game is create turnovers. That's the one big thing that everyone's talking about for this defense is as dominant as it is yardage-wise and getting the team off the field on third down. Um, we haven't created that many turnovers. Our only turnovers came against the... Um, the, the Steelers in week two. So the defense can really step their game up and get some turnovers. And I think that's what we need to do against Lamar here. We need a couple sacks, strip sacks, I should say. We need Lamar to fumble. We need to make Lamar make bad decisions throwing. I've always said I don't think Lamar Jackson's that good of a quarterback. Um, He kind of gets bailed out because of his athleticism and because of the extended plays. If we can create tough situations where he needs to throw the ball fast and our defense is in a good position and he's not able to read it, I think we can create a lot of turnovers on Sunday. Um, so, yeah, with that being said, give me the Browns. I really do think the Browns are going to win. This isn't a homer pick. This is legit. I think the Browns are a good team. I think this defense is legit. And uh, this is it. Shitter, get off the pot. Let's win a game on Sunday, boys. I, uh, I have PTSD when it comes to the Ravens, right? I just see Lamar running all over us. Lamar breaking tackles and making plays, extending plays. But the other side is that we have an amazing defense this year. So the key to this game for me is for JOK to do what JOK was brought in for and spy the shit out of Lamar Jackson this week and make sure he doesn't get out of that backfield. And if he does, maybe only give him, what, what, five, six yards, that's it. Let's not let him kill us like he's known to kill us. And I agree with Jason's comment. Our secondary will get tested. But I trust our secondary. I think that we have the right people in place this week. I mean, this year to do what they're supposed to do. Um, with that said, give me give me the Browns. I think the Browns win this game. I, I don't want to say as dominant as they did against the Titans, but I think it's going to be a, a pretty one sided game. Um, and I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. Knock on wood that Watson can continue that offensive growth like he had last week too. Just keep the ball going one direction, not both ways. I'll be happy with that. So <laughs> can't win them all. Um, yeah, I definitely think we will get tested deep a couple times, but the key to that is of course the defensive line. If you get to Lamar Jackson fast, don't give him time to set up these deep balls. Don't give him time to extend plays. That's the key to this game. Keep him easier said than done. You, You know, every team tries to do it. Keep him contained in the pocket. Basically go back and look at any defense a team played against the Ravens in the, in a playoff game where Lamar Jackson has continuously shit the bed. And if you bring it like that, I think this Browns defense, they're playing at a caliber like that where they do not take their foot off the gas. So if you go out there and you play with this physical defense from start to finish 
and you play it like a playoff game, Lamar clearly struggles in the playoffs. Keep that mentality and that attitude up, and I think we're in really good shape. I think the Browns win this one. I think the other thing that works for us, though, is the, the Ravens' offense is is hurt, right? I mean, they're down two running backs right now. I believe Odell's uh, out still or possibly going to be out again. So they're not they're not knowledge. Yeah, so they're they're not 100% on offense, right? So they're going to 100% rely on 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 him to beat us single-handedly. So if we just focus on that, I think we control this game. Absolutely, Tim. You said you're taking the Browns as well? Big brownies. Let's go. Um so one thing I wanted to to bet on uh for this for for my bet stamp pick this week, but it wouldn't let me is um I was going to take Miles Garrett to get a sack. I think he's definitely going to get a sack. He usually does against Lamar. Um so that's one that if you can find that bet stamp did not have it up yet. Uh, for whatever reason, they didn't have a lot of options for Sunday's games yet. I think we're a little too early, uh, but I forgot to mention it earlier. My bet stamp pick this week, if you guys want to roll with me is uh, which last week, I think I took Christian McCaffrey for a touchdown and that fucking nailed. So if you guys want to keep rolling with me, this train is moving out of the station. Uh, my pick this week is for tomorrow night. Let's just have a little fun with it. Cause it's a Thursday night game. I am going Jameer Gibbs to get a touchdown against the green Bay Packers. And you can do that. I, I believe hope it so. is. Um, it's plus 125, which isn't great, but it's still good. I mean, that's positive money. Who doesn't want positive money? Um, and you can get that one from um, FanDuel, plus 125 on FanDuel. If you don't like FanDuel, um, DraftKings has it at 120, so it's not that far off, just just the five. So, uh, But my pick of the week for BetStamp, again, you guys can play along with us at home, and that is at, uh, if you use the link, I just fucking had it and I somehow lost it. Signupexpert.com slash TBB. That is Tokyo Baloney Baloney. I don't know what the fucking, I don't know what they actually say. Tango, Tango, Bravo, Bravo. Bravo. That's it. I like Tokyo Baloney. Let's stick with that one. That's funny. (laughs) You'd make it in the military. But yeah, I think I would. They would like that. They would look at that and be like, why didn't we think of that before? That's such a better way to use that. Um, but yeah, so if you go to signupexpert.com, that is signupexpert.com slash TBB, and you can uh, sign up and get all those free perks for all the betting apps that everybody likes. Who doesn't like free money and shit like that? I do. I love it. I had a, um, uh, I had a pick for this week, too, for the Browns. It was the Jerome Ford just uh, to get a touchdown. I think he's going to have a back-to-back week to getting a touchdown. It's a plus 160. It's a plus 165 right now. There's not many options. I did send it to Tim. I don't know if he has it or not, but... Um, Did plus one sixty five. Also, this is like weird. It's not showing up correctly. That's why I'm like, so it's weird. not. That's fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. So it's a plus one sixty five. It's only on barstool right now because I think, like you said, being on a Wednesday, yeah, reason you'll a probably get more like, options. Clear pops. They're not available uh, on on bet stamp yet. So hopefully that that change is quick. But yeah, I'm taking that bet once. I'll take plus one sixty five. I'll check the odds again when it gets closer. But I'm definitely taking Jerome Ford to score a touchdown this weekend. Okay, Ford did not score week one. I forgot Harrison Bryant caught a touchdown. I knew somebody scored at the goal line. I couldn't yeah. remember who. Um, so Ford, though, has scored three touchdowns in in three games. So that's kind of cool. Nothing yep. wrong with that. Let's see if that streak going at four. Uh, with that being said, it is time for everybody's favorite segment, and that is, of course, just the tip. And we, as always, are starting off with my main man, Tim Buck2. Tim, what do you got for him this week? So this one is, is actually kind of regular. Uh... But it's a, uh, it's, you know, it's a fan favorite, and that is a uh, Timbuk Tuesday. Yes, I watched Timbuk Tuesday this week. Uh, I will have on the defending champ, 
of the battleground. The what three straight, right? Yeah. Damn. Four straight. Four straight. Four Ooh. straight. Um Envy Jazzo will be on the show this week. Um, I think it's gonna be dope. And her energy is crazy. Um, and what's so awesome about uh Jazzo, what I actually love about her is she's the same, like everywhere on stage, no shit, talking to her seen her in interviews on her show she's the same person um and she's actually really helpful um as uh, i don't know matter of fact this gonna be my tip next week um i am trying to be in the oeas um i have a couple categories that i just want to put myself to win um and you know she she gave me a couple tips on how to send it to people to ask people to vote for me hell yeah um she she gave me a whole little template. So, um, you know, shout out to her for, for giving me that. And I, I just appreciate her. So I wanted to promote her for this show. Um, please watch Timbo Tuesday this week. It's going to be a great show. Um, maybe Jazzo is amazing. So definitely watch Timbo Tuesday. I tell you guys every week and I mean, it. I want you guys to be there with me. You'll, you always see me in the comments saying what's up to Tim checking in. You guys got to watch Timbo Tuesday. Come on. What the fuck are you guys doing with yourselves? Tuesday night. I think we got I think we got to. We gotta pop on Tim Buck Tuesday one of these times to kind of speak speak freely, not not about sports and just I've, you know talk I've bullshit for a couple Tim, hours. I've kind of been on Tim Buck Tuesday when yeah, you uh, were kind of on Tim when Buck we were Tuesday. when we were at the uh, the Piston Powered show. Tim Tim had a a show oh, for yeah. an hour, and I, I was a guest in that, so that was cool. Um, so Kyle, I guess I got you. I got, so yeah, I guess we got to we got to come to actually be in studio and do a show with Tim. That'd be sick. Yeah, I'll do it. Too, yeah, right? that'd be awesome. Uh, I don't know. I'd have to check. I think so. Oh shit! Never mind. I can never do it. I have bowl Tuesdays. Never mind. Don't <laughs> mm, do it. So. All right, my bad. Bowling season's over, I guess. All right, there, there goes that idea. Uh, no, great idea out the window. Right off. Right. <laughs> um, Sorry. All right. Well, yeah, we'll get to uh, check out Timbuk Tuesday though for sure on Tuesday and let everybody know that what Kyle's missing. Um, Kyle, Clearly, what is your tip? Uh, so I've been watching this today a little bit. Um, got about four episodes into it. Um, Disney, anyone who's a Star Wars fan knows that Disney tends to pump out these Star Wars series one after another. But it's nice to see some of these characters get a show of their own. Uh, this one is the infamous uh, Ahsoka, which is the um, – she was the apprentice to Anakin Skywalker. For those of you who don't know, Anakin Skywalker went on to be Darth Vader. Um, but she's a big part of the Clone Wars. She's a big part of this, like the Clone Wars animated series that was out. And she's is now got her own live action. Show? No, oh, this is an action. actual live action. Yeah. Um, um, it's a great show. Is yeah, that her? Yeah. Yes. That's Rosario. I, yeah. I, can, that. I can peep her from anywhere. I love I, that woman. I would have never <laughs> guessed that. She Rosario Darson. Yeah. She, she's amazing in this show. Um, she made a, <laughs> she made a couple guest appearances last year during, during the Mandalorian. You're killing me here, guys. Sorry, it was <laughs> uh, She made a couple appearances in the uh, Mandalorian last year, so they kind of introduced her character. And now it's seven episodes in. I think next weekend's the finale, but it's been a great show so far. Hopefully it gets to season two. But it's brought back Anakin's character. Um, that's been a big hit. And the storyline is um, has been amazing so far. So if you're a Star Wars fan, this is I highly recommend it. Um, Star Wars shows have been hit or miss. I know last year the, the Boba Fett series, which was – to me, a big miss. Um, I didn't like it as much as I thought I would, but this for sure is right up there with the Mandalorian. So give it a try. I think you guys like it. It's only it's going to be eight episodes. Next week's the finale, and that's it. I unfortunately, I feel like I'm way too far behind with the Star Wars world to ever catch up because I am 
I, I haven't seen any of like the last like five movies they've put out. I've never watched any of the shows. I feel like I am way too far behind to ever try to catch up with that. I'm a, I'm, I'm a, get, I'm a well, get, get COVID again and you'll catch up. No, I got to watch Deadwood, dude. That's fucking 40 hours of Deadwood. That's all I watch. I'm a fan of like the like the side stories. OK, um, like so um, Force Unleashed. Um, it kind of mm-hmm. I guess not. It wasn't canon. I don't think I saw that either. It's it's a game. Oh, okay. Um, oh, I was thinking of Force Awakens. Okay. Yeah, so Force Unleashed was it was a game. It wasn't canon, but then they made it canon. Oh, um, shit. Yeah. Well, at least that's I heard. I've heard the games is. are fantastic. I don't, I don't really know. The Star Wars games are amazing. I've heard they're really good. Like um, Battle, what's one Battlefield or something? Star Wars yeah, Battlefront. Battle or something? Yeah. Battlefront. Battlefront's amazing. Yeah. Big, big, big reviews, and they kind of do. They are fun to play. Like, yeah, they're ultra fun to play, especially when you do like Jedi versus. Uh, I forgot what it was. Seth. Um, the Sith. It might be Jedi versus Sith. Is it? I didn't know mm. if it, but I know they I've did. Never played. I'm listening. Hero, to it was. He, they <laughs> called it heroes versus. I think they called it heroes versus villains. Okay. Because um, it, it was other. It'll be other. Uh, like you can play Han Solo on the hero side. You know he's not a Jedi. Right. Um. But and then you could play like um, <sighs> you play Boba Fett on the evil side. You know? Yeah. So any of the bad guys. Yeah. yeah so oh, shit. So it's kind of it's kind of awesome. I'm I'm very familiar with the Star Wars universe because my brother's diehard. Like he used to watch the original three movies when we were growing up, like yeah. regularly. Like he was obsessed. He was a huge Star Wars dude. So that kind of like made me be like, ah, this sucks. That's what he likes. Whatever. I, I moved on. Um, so I saw the original three movies a thousand times. Then I watched Episode One, and probably within the last like ten years for the first time, and it it was ass. Like I, it felt like a parody movie to me. It just felt really like a lot of the scenes. I was kind of like, this. This looks like shit. Like I I see what I one I wasn't see what... good, two was better, three the, the the Sith one was the fight between Anakin and Obi Wan, and that one was top notch. So I I, I watched episode one, and then I never watched episode two or three. So I feel like if I did, maybe that would turn me around. But and the I've and the Clone Wars, the, the animated series, the Clone Wars animated series, and things like eight, more eight seasons. Plate. I don't have time for all this. Well, it's if it's, you, it's amazing. If you watch the movies, um, I was told I still haven't watched. Like I haven't watched uh, four through six yet. Yeah, I, nor have I. Um, but uh, I was told that. Or wait, those are the originals, right? Those are the originals. Oh, then those I've seen. Okay, I, I haven't all seen the originals. Up. I haven't seen. I hadn't seen none of them, but somebody had told me watch, watch it in chronological order. Yeah, okay, I, was, I was. I was like, okay, I'll watch it in chronological order. Watch the three, two, uh, one, two, three, and then around that time, Rogue One came out. Mm-hmm. Rogue One is the perfect lead into four. Really? Like, oh, when yeah. I say perfect lead, it is. is. Is that where it's supposed to be in the in the order? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah because the end of Rogue One is where they break away with the plans on the ship, not to give too much away, and then never seen Rogue One. Picks, I don't know. Picks right up. Picks right up where the yeah. We do that one all the time. Yeah, it leans right into that, and what I mean, watching those made me want to watch four through six, but just haven't had the chance to yet. Okay. Well, I tell you guys what, I'll make a promise with you right now. If I win the lottery and can quit my job, or if I end up dating Taylor Swift and getting pegged for all her money. I will have so much free time on my hands that I will watch all of the Star Wars stuff. But right now, it's a little too much for me to get into. Well, you have you're not going to have much of a choice. You're going to be able to move off the couch with your short, your sore, sore asshole. So, well, I'll, I'll just be watching. <laughs> I'll have it on while she's pegging me. I'm going to need something to distract me while she's just pumping away back there. Because I don't know how how does, how does that end? Like it's a fake dick. It doesn't jizz. Like how do, when does it stop? I don't understand this. We'll talk about it with her. 
Um, my 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 pick for this week though is a horror movie that is uh, it gained a lot of uh, word of mouth. It is from Australia. It is called Talk to Me. Uh, it, it actually was getting a, a ton of praise. I follow a lot of horror sites and stuff like that. This movie was getting a lot of hype. So I finally was able to find a good copy of it yesterday, and I checked it out last night. And uh, it was good. I really liked it. It did not live up to the hype that it got, to be honest. Is that Janelle Nick? No, that's an Australian girl. I don't know who okay. she is. I don't think it was anybody. I didn't recognize any of the actors in it. Um, long story short about the movie, though, is... There is like a TikTok trend going around where there is this hand that supposedly was cut off from a psychic medium and they uh, embalmed it and then they like mummified it basically. So it's like it's coded. So you don't actually can touch you don't actually touch the skin of the hand, um, but it still possesses powers. So you hold on to the hand and you say, talk to me. And then you can kind of see you see like a dead body or whatever, like a you see a, a spirit. And then if you say I let you in the spirit then takes over your body and you have like 90 seconds to it's in you and everyone around you has to like pull the hand away from you and blow out the candle. And that's how you end the ceremony and things go awry on one of the experiments and somebody ends up being in there way too long. And when you're in there for too long, that really lets these spirits in and lets things get all fucked up. So then they kind of start to like, everyone's basically haunted at this point from the spirits. I don't want to give much away. It was a cool twist on the movie. Um, it was good though. I really liked it again. The hype for it was fucking wild. Like they made it out like this was going to be the best horror movie in like the last 10 years. It was good, but it wasn't one where I was blown away. Uh, it was fine. I, I did enjoy it. That's why it's my tip this week. Um, but definitely got overhyped for sure, but it was still really good. So if you get a chance to check it out, uh, check it out. Talk to me. It should be, I don't know when that's it's going to be that's out. a movie mm-hmm. Jess wants to watch. Yeah. So you'd recommend watching it at least. On one of my web, on one of my free sites, I found a copy of it yesterday. I don't know how else anybody can watch it. I don't know if you can rent it or whatever, but um, it's definitely available. And yeah, I, I definitely recommend checking it out. It was good. Okay, and that's my tip for the week. It's it's you guys know me. It's we're we're almost into October. It's going to be all horror movies from here on out. I am obsessed. I love horror movies. There's so many good ones coming out in the next month. At least they look good. So we'll see how that works out. I must say, I can't wait till both of y'all are in the studio. Hopefully wow. next Wednesday. Hopefully, yeah. Next, I, hate, I hate doing this, shit, but you know, yeah. for health purposes, it makes sense. You got to do what you got to do. Facts. Um, so that's what we are here. Uh, that's it for me, though. I got nothing else. You good, Kyle? We'll say goodbye now because as soon as this show wraps up and Tim ends the stream, it cuts off Kyle from us permanently, and we love that. So, uh, without ado, um, thank you guys for watching. Uh, go Browns and Cleveland. This was for you. See ya.